It's now time for the Windsor Greyhounds versus Thayer Bobcats state quarterfinals with Doug Neff and Spencer Edwards here on 95.3 KDKD. And welcome to Thayer, Missouri, and Southern Illinois, or Southern Missouri, I should say, as uh, it is quarterfinal action. Doug Neff and Spencer Edwards on the call. It is your Windsor Greyhounds, and they're taking on the Thayer Bobcats, a game that they played last year, but one game later, as it was the semifinals for this game. It is the quarterfinals this year, and uh, it's going to be a totally different game. Got a target on the back. Absolutely, Doug Neff. Isn't this just so eerily similar? Uh, <laughs> we saw the brackets come out last week after the win uh, over at Skyline for Windsor, and we saw it and said, oh, we get to come back to Thayer. So, as you said, though, just a, a week earlier this time, but I, I tell you what, Doug, we should have a phenomenal ball game today. Uh, these are two battle-tested teams, two teams with certainly tradition. Uh, Thayer's been to the state title a couple times. They haven't won one. We know the Greyhounds have that ring from last year, wanting to get another one this year. What a ball game we had last week, just to go back real quickly with the Skyline game. 22-15, Greyhounds able to come out with the district championship for the second year in a row over the Tigers. And that was a game where, I mean, Windsor trailed pretty much the whole ball game, took the lead with 50 seconds to go in the game with a touchdown. Uh, what a final drive that was. Of course, the touchdown set up by a 60-yard Dalton Witherspoon just circus run. I mean, I told Kevin LeFaber last week, I said, Kev, that's probably the best run I've seen in a playoff game uh, from a high school football player in a long time. So that was what Windsor had to do to get into this game. And we know, Doug, what happened between these two teams last year. You had that amazing call on the block field goal. Uh, Windsor beat this there team last year in the semifinal game, as Doug said, to get to the state title 14-12 to and of course blocked what would have been a game-winning field goal by Thayer in the final second. So it, it was a fabulous ball game down here last year between these two teams. It was a grinded out game. You know, it wasn't flashy. wasn't a track meet going up and down the field or anything like that. And, and talking to the Thayer radio guys, I'm kind of torn. I don't really know what kind of game we'll see today in terms of points. You know, it's just kind of hard to say whether we'll see a game like we saw last year or if we'll see a uh, flashy up and down high scoring affair. Well, and they said it's a totally different Thayer team. Right. Uh, that uh, they got three losses on the season, but as you and I were talking about on the way down, it is a uh, it's three losses to extreme incredible teams and so that does make a big difference in what they've got so uh it's going to be a great game as we're looking forward to it harley back in studio thank you very much she's going to be doing a great job but we're going to take oh let's take about a three minute timeout and uh we'll come back uh with the uh opening kickoff the flip you are listening to high school football action on kdkd at the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road, or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters.
The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. No matter your creative jam jody melanie and kiera at jams creations and boutique in windsor has just what you need when you walk into their boutique at 110 south main street the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles soaps body lotions sprays and even body wash this cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone including custom vinyl shirts shorts and leggings you can also get custom windsor greyhound apparel at jams creations and boutique at a great price shop local and show that windsor greyhound pride with jams creations and boutique and welcome back to uh, Thayer, Missouri, and we are glad to have you know home of the Bobcats. And man, uh, we are in quarterfinal action, one A. Only eight teams remain. Tough teams. We've talked about Haytai. We've talked about Monroe City. Uh, they're going to be playing today. Penny and uh, Mid Buchanan. East, I believe. East, yep. Yeah, yep. East Buchanan. They're yep. going to be playing today. Uh, of course, we're here in Thayer. Thayer, one of the tougher teams, and uh, we'll play. Whoever wins this game will go on and play the uh, winner of the East Buchanan and Penny game uh, next week. So Correct. Yeah, that should be a, a fantastic game, both of those games, as you alluded to. I'm really interested to see who comes out of the Haytai Monroe City. I mean, we've been watching those uh, two teams, Doug, all year. Their records, uh, I think both teams are undefeated. Talking to the Thayer radio guys before the game, they think Haytai is probably the team to beat. Uh, Haytai won state, I think it was three years ago. Uh, they think that uh, this year's Haytai team is better than that one. And that team, I think, had five guys that went on to play college football. So uh, yeah, they're scary good. But focus is, of course, today for Coach Vinsel's team. Um, the other thing, too, Doug, is, and we've talked about this, I think, throughout this year, and we certainly saw it last year, but this Windsor team, they have absolute guts. I mean, they know how to fight and claw. 
they did not play their best football last week at all. I mean, it, it was a tough first half. They were down 15 to nothing at the half, but they found a way to win. And we say it time and time again, good teams find a way to win football games. And we saw that last year. It, it's just eerily similar uh, so far about how the playoffs have played out. You mentioned it in the Sherwood game, our first district game. Yeah. We're back on Clinton's field. You know, that was the same as last year for the first round game. You go down, you play Skyline, you win the district championship in a battle, which it was like that last year, yep. even though we didn't have as many points last week uh, in that uh, ball game. Had, what was it, 44, 44-38 was the final in that game, of course, last uh, year in the district final. But I'll tell you what, I think this game today probably going to be physical. Uh, you can almost assuredly say that this ball game today is going to be one up front, Doug Neff. I think that's important for Coach Vinsel's team to understand that, hey, our defensive line and our offensive line play has to be better because, uh, really, we saw last week Skyline controlled that line of scrimmage. Uh, they did a really good job, kind of pushed Windsor around a little bit, and we do not see that very often. So uh, we know from scouting this their team that they like to run the football, uh, going to see a lot of one-back, two-back sets. And, and Thayer knows they've got to stop the pass today because I think they may have seen that on film last week. Skyline took away the deep ball. So I think today Thayer knows if they keep everything in front and try to make Windsor run, uh, that will be beneficial to them. But we know what Windsor can do if they have to run the ball, and that's 3-0. Uh, Dalton Witherspoon, uh, young man, we know what kind of season he's had. All-state caliber player, can pop big runs at any time. Windsor will need that from him today. Well, and, uh, of course, if you can't listen live to us right here on the air, you can listen on mykdkd.com. You can either do that live as we're broadcasting right now, or uh, you can do that. It's going to be uh, uh, delayed. It's going to be archived, and you can listen to it. Of course, i got one listening to us. Uh, Alan Perkins in Hermione, Missouri, just texted me, said he's listening on oh, mykdkd.com. Awesome. So we awesome. got at least one listen. That's right. And Appreciate Alan out there. Grandkids that are listening to me. And yes. So I'd like to say shout out to all of them. As I haven't got to for the last two weeks. That's um, right. Yeah. You traded me in. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, what would you say? I was uh, I was keeping the seat warm yes, uh, for you, you, but go. no, I would just got to say Kevin LeFavor, uh, great job. Uh, we appreciate him uh, the last two weeks uh, coming on with me, uh, providing that coaching perspective. Uh, Kevin did a great job with his analysis, and uh, so hopefully we can uh, get Kevin back for possibly the state title game we'll see unfortunately you can't be there again unfortunately you got to do that racing uh thing which you're so good at they don't want you to step away from that uh so you're you're caught here but yeah we'll we'll see but hey as you know we got to get through today and next week before before we can start thinking about columbia and and coach vincent will tell you that himself so like hey we got to focus in and certainly uh once you get to this point in the season you have to be focused. You you just cannot uh, worry about anything uh, but the game at hand, and that's what Windsor has done such a good job of this year. They've gotten through some upset alerts. We saw St. Michael. That was kind of scary, yep, yep. uh, kind of scary there, uh, but got through that. Didn't play their best game. Didn't play their best game last week. Got through that, so still undefeated. But you said it, Doug. This their team. Their three losses are to good teams. Yes. Uh, hey, Ty. Uh, we know how good they are. Ava, which is a good class two, and Mountain Grove, which is a good class two. Uh, they've blown everybody else out. They've averaged over 40 points a game in those other wins. Well, the big thing with Thayer, too, they come in with a chip on their shoulder. They are 0-2 in state championships games. They would like to get back. They would like to be able to uh, rectify that situation and get one state championship. they got a great team to possibly do that. 
They know they're going to have to go up against Haytai, though, and then they talked about that also. And the revenge factor, yes. as we said at the top. Uh, revenge is firmly on Thayer's minds. Uh, that ball game last year was a classic. I mean, it was a, a one for the ages. It, I think we said it after the game, Doug. You just hated to see somebody lose that game. Absolutely. Uh, because the, both teams left it all on the field. Uh, Thayer was in a position to win the game. Uh, they were moving the ball down the field, and it was just a heck of a play on the block field goal. I mean, it doesn't get any crazier uh, than what we saw in that game last year. It's hard to think that we could have one that could top it today, but, my friend, we very well could. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great game. We are, uh, we've talked to the coaches, and they're, they're saying the same thing. It's going to be an incredible game. Uh, well, I got the opportunity. Uh, I'd like to thank my wife for letting me do this because she is uh, tremendous. She let me leave town early in her car, and so and no scratches on it, dear. I'm telling you, so it's good. <laughs> and then uh, Hunter McKenzie, uh, Gabe Maiden, I uh, love y'all, the grandkids out there. So uh, it is going to be about that time. We are going to take a 60 second timeout. We'll come back with a flip. Your list of high school football action on KDKD. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. And welcome back to uh, Thayer, Missouri. It is quarterfinal action right here, Class 1, as the Bobcats of Thayer taking on the your Greyhounds here in Windsor. And, of course, you're listening live on 95.3 KDKD, Clinton, Missouri, a Ratford communication station. Looks like flip is over and uh, looking to see how it came out. It looks like uh, the Greyhounds won the toss, but they're going to defer to the second half. So that means uh, that Thayer is going to start on offense. And, of course, the great defense of the uh, uh, Greyhounds is going to be coming out first. Yeah, sometimes we've seen this year Coach Vinsel has elected to defer. Sometimes he's taken the ball first. Uh, last week, actually, I think he did defer, which a lot of coaches do that. Uh, some coaches... Boom, you win the toss, you're automatically going to go on defense first. Uh, so it's going to be good to get the Windsor defense out uh, onto this field uh, to get this ball game underway. You know, last week they held Skyline uh, scoreless in the second half. You know, you, you kind of forget about that, uh, but they gave up the 15 at halftime, and then boom, it was just a brick wall. Skyline couldn't do anything offensively. I felt like Skyline kind of got tight a little bit. Uh, and that played right into Windsor's hands. So here today, uh, we expect just a fabulous game. I, I think I will be shocked if, if somebody blows this game wide open. This should be a full four-quarter game, as you would hope here in the state quarterfinals. Absolutely. It will be the Greyhounds. They're going to be going left to right as uh, you as we watch it here in Thayer. And they are going to be kicking off to the Bobcats. The uh, Greyhounds dressed in their white shirts, black pants, and black helmet. The uh, 
Bobcats are in green with white pants, green and white pants and green helmet. They are approaching. Hesse looks like Hesse is coming up. Kick is away. It's going to be a short kick. Going to go to the up man. He's going to fall on at about the 37-yard line and great field position for the Bobcats. Yeah, it looked like a design short kick that time, but they were ready for it uh, up on that front line for Thayer. Not a lot of wind today. Uh, it is kind of gusting a little bit uh, out of the south. Looks like Thayer will be going with the wind for this first drive. But, again, a Thayer team, typically this year, they do not throw much. So uh, that's a case where the wind may not affect them as much as it would other teams that like to pass a little bit more. It is first and ten. They hand off pitch over, and they are met there by Peyton Witherspoon, and he has got a host of, of uh, wild greyhounds with him. Oh, I couldn't spit that out. And uh, no gain on the plate. Looks like it's going to be about a loss of one. Going to be second down, caught 11, fourth there. Yeah, that's Jackson Willison, their big tailback. You're going to hear that name a lot today, hopefully in situations like that where he's being driven backward. But that was a great job, as you said, by Peyton Witherspoon. Uh, Peyton, outstanding form tackle. And that's what Windsor's got to be able to do today. You're going to see Willison a lot on that sweep, and you've got to maintain that edge. Three men in the backfield now split off. One remains. It is the quarterback. He fakes the handoff. He finds a receiver downfield. That is the four. Fourth there, and they're still battling on the ground. Peyton Witherspoon takes him down, but it's going to be a first down for the Bobcats. Just a little post route from the tight end. Magnuson coming off the right side. Kind of a shallow cross. Uh, It was not a deep throw at all, and I almost thought there uh, initially – uh, that Landry Pitts, the quarterback, wasn't going to get enough on that throw. But a uh, good run after the catch, and Bobcats with the first down. They've seen something on tape that they like over the middle on that, so they uh, yep. sent the uh, tight end that way. First and ten for the Bobcats, still in their own territory. They hand off to the running back. He brings it up. No room there as he is brought down by the ankles, looking to see who it is on the ground, 57. And I think we talked about him a little bit earlier. Corbin Terry's been having a great season. Oh, yeah. Corbin has played great. Last week, we were calling his name a bunch up on that D-line, playing with great aggressiveness. He's not overrunning plays. I I love the way Corbin is form tackling, uh, not allowing anything to get past him at all. And uh, that's the thing today. Windsor's defense, you have to eliminate missed tackles uh, at all costs against a running power team like Thayer. It is second down. Call it eight for Thayer. They are on the 49-yard line, about to go into Windsor territory with the running back. They hand off. He is bringing it to the near side, forced out of bounds by 21, Peyton Witherspoon, but not before another first down for the Bobcats. Off tackle play that time. That was uh, the tailback again, his second carry, of course, Jackson Willison, and that's just the power play. The first play they went was that toss sweep. Yep. That was off tackle and a, a good block by the 52, Cole Cates making a nice play out on that edge to move Marshall Mankiti a little bit. Got him turned just enough, and that sprung that play wide open. Yeah, they're going to have to manhandle Mankiti on that line if they want anything to do on this running game. It's going to be three men in the backfield. Handoff, final man coming through. That is the two. He is brought down by the ankles just short of the 35-yard line. It's going to be a gain of the play. Second down, call it eight, fourth there. And Willison with the carry there. And this is a, a heavily experienced Thayer team. They do have a lot of kids on this team that we saw last year uh, when these two teams played in the semifinal. So uh, they, you know, not only do they have experienced kids, they have kids that tasted that defeat uh, last year. It is second down. 
Quarterback under center. He fades, comes to the near side. He's got a man downfield. Good catch by Thayer, the nine, as he was well defended by Dylan Witherspoon. But it's going to be a first down goal to go for Thayer as it is Rowan Spencer with the catch. Yeah, Spencer going up, and that's a heck of a catch. Wow. I mean, that's over the shoulder. I mean, it doesn't get any tougher than that. Uh, put that one on the Sports Center top ten because that was – uh, a big-time play puts him with a first down and goal to go. First down, goal to go. Going to call it from the five under center. Quarterback takes a snap, hands off to the running back. Running back goes through. That is the two. No indication yet. Going to be short of the touchdown. Going to be uh, second down, goal to go from about the two-yard line as it was the two of uh, Jackson Will- Willison going for the touchdown. You know, on that last pass play, Doug, Thayer shows, hey, we're not just going to line up every time and run. We'll keep you honest. We'll hit you deep down the field if we have to. And that, you know, you could tell Windsor was a little bit on their heels a little bit. They weren't expecting a deep pass uh, a minute ago and got burned a little bit. And off to the running back once again. Willison takes the ball into the end zone. Touchdown for the Bobcats. Willison goes through. They've had a huge hole for him to run through and a two-yard touchdown. Makes it six to nothing in favor of the Bobcats. Looking to see if they're going to go for two or one this time. As uh, I don't see a kicker on the field yet. And nope, they're going to go for two. I think this is uh, where they came up a little bit short last year. We had that 12 we talked about, and I think that's why they didn't get a two-point conversion. It is the quarterback. This time he fades. He's got pressure as he comes around. He's still on his feet. No, the two-point conversion is no good. Looking to see who got him. It was the three of Dylan Witherspoon. So it is going to be good. No good. That makes it six to nothing in favor of Thayer. We're going to take a 60-second timeout. Your list of high school football action on KDKD. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. And welcome back there, Missouri. It is 6-0 in favor of the Bobcats. Doug Neff, Spencer Edwards on the call here for 95.3 KDKD. Spencer, man, it looks like it could be a long day for the Greyhounds if they don't get something going this time. Well, very early, but as we've seen, this Windsor team can come back no matter what the score, no matter what the clock says. But that's one of those things you got to get the <laughs> as the football blows off the tee out there. Oh, is he going to kick that like that? Yep. Okay, so he kicks it off the tee. Squib kick, sort of. Dylan Witherspoon tries to bring it back. No good. Nope, check that. There was the three. Yeah, that's Dylan Witherspoon. Yeah. Tried to bring it back and return it. He got to about the 30, 32-yard line. It's going to be first and 10 for the Greyhounds. 
But I think going back to the point there is obviously very, very early. But, you know, Thayer is a team. They're going to be able to move the football a little bit. I mean, you know that. As good as Windsor's defense is, you know, Thayer is a good enough team. I mean, they've averaged 40 points a game. So, you know, they're going to move the ball. They're going to score a little bit. And, uh, you know, Windsor is good at making those adjustments on the defensive side. Three minutes in the backfield. This time Dil- or Dalton Weatherspoon with the ball comes around in, but there is nothing there as he has stopped with a short gain of about one. Second down, call it nine for the Greyhounds. And that's the play last week in the Skyline ball game that really uh, Skyline bottled up early in particular. Uh, and that's one of those, you know, Thayer's coaches, uh, they've got a great veteran coach down here. Uh, in uh, Coach Weber, we're talking to the Thayer broadcasters. This is actually his last season, so he's hoping this is not uh, his final game as a coach, certainly. But you know they've studied that tape, and they have to stop Dalton Witherspoon first. Well, Dylan Witherspoon, this time with the ball, comes across to about the 35-yard line before he is stopped. It's going to be a gain on the play. Going to bring up third down. We're going to call it seven for the uh, Greyhounds. And that play right there, Doug, to me, that's going to be the battle all day because when Windsor drops back with five wide and they go shotgun like that, Thayer's going to play deep. Well, what happens on that is Dylan sees all that open grass in front of him and his tendency is going to be to pull it down and run. Well, the question is, can Thayer come up and stop him when he scrambles out of the pocket like that with all that open space? They stopped him that time. Rush is on. He gets the pass away. Dalton Witherspoon with the ball in his hands on the far side. He's got a first down. We're going to see where they mark it at. Should be fairly close. Oh, boy. He, yeah, he's boy, he be, got short. Yeah, he, he did not get a great spot. Yeah, he well short Whoa. about four yards. So he... Did turn the corner. It's still a, a good positive play. But now, decision time for Coach Vinsel. You know, you're fourth and a long three in your own territory. And it looks like Coach Vinsel, again, being early, going to go right. ahead and punt this football and play the field position game. Boy, it looked like he had enough for the first down. But yeah. we're on the wrong side of the uh, Yeah, our angle, our angle's uh, a little bit further away. So, uh, Windsor in punting formation. They take the snap. Kick is away. Good kick going downfield. It's going to take a Windsor bounce as it comes sideways. Now it's going to be marked. It's going to be first and 10, about the 35-yard line. That's the same place they started last time. Yeah, it really was. Actually kind of took a little a Thayer hop there right at the end. It had a little extra spin on it. and But, yeah, I think basically seemed like the 35-40, I think the 40 is where they started the first drive, so just uh, five yards beyond that. But that's a, you know, a big hold for Thayer uh, on that first series for Windsor. Just really nothing except for that one run on the third down by Dalton. So really, after one series, Doug, it, it starts out exactly like the Skyline game because I think, uh, if my memory serves me correctly, uh, Windsor, I think, punted four times in the first half last week. Yeah, they don't get a lot of work in the punting formation. No, not at all. <laughs> Usually Thayer with the ball, hands off to the back. He comes up. He is stopped there by the four, Seth Roberts, there to meet him along with, it looks like, Marshall Mankey. That's the play right there. Windsor has to take that away. Uh, that's their bread and butter play with Willison, and you cannot let him bounce that out. You, the the key is on that. Just keep him in between those tackles and force him, kind of like a funnel. You know, force him to where Mankiti can make that play. You don't want your linebackers making the play on that. You want your D lineman to be able to come up and hit him early, and that time they did a good job on that. It is second down. Call it six for there. It is a keeper this time by the quarterback, fake handcuff. He comes up to the near side. He is across the 50, the 45. They're going to mark it out 
at about the 45-yard line, first and 10 for the Bobcats. He's forced out by the 21 of Peyton Witherspoon. Yeah, Pitts, good quarterback keeper, and, you know, they've got the experience at the two key positions. they got senior quarterback, senior running back. Uh, so, you know, Pitts, that's a good read on that. Zone read, decides to keep the football, showing a little speed. But I like the way Thayer is, is balanced right now. You know, they're kind of taking a play uh, from Skyline. Uh, last week in the first half, not the third quarter, but the first half, Skyline was very balanced, and they're really kind of almost trying to copy that, and it, it's keeping Windsor's defense off balance a little bit. It is Willison this time once again across the 40 as he digs for yardage, gets up to about the 42, or excuse me, the 37 before he is brought down, going to be second down. We're going to call it uh, three for the uh, Bobcats. They are in Windsor territory. Man, I tell you, that Willison, tough runner as he goes across. They're finding huge holes for him to, to fill. They sure are. Yeah, he is a, a very physical runner. Uh, not real fast. He's more of a, a stocky kid like where he's using his pad level. You know, he's running low to the ground, very hard to tackle. He gets up and, again, right over that A-gap into about the 31-yard line. It's going to be another first down for the Bobcats. And in this first quarter already, the way it's developing, I mean, Thayer's winning the time of possession battle. You know, they're winning up front, and they're chewing that clock up, and that's keeping Windsor's offense uh, off the field right now. So Windsor needs a a big, big stop here. Uh, Now they're pushing, threatening in the red zone a little bit, or close to the red zone. First and ten, Bobcats handoff, first man through this time. Windsor trying to take that ball away, gets up to about the 25-yard line before he's brought down. Looks like it is uh, the 58. That is Dusty Johnson. Johnson, another one who's had a great year on the defensive side. Yeah, he really has. Last week, I felt like Skyline blocked him pretty well. Dusty didn't make as many tackles as we're accustomed to seeing him make. But I look for a big game today for Dusty. I think this is going to be very important on the left side of that line. Windsor's been playing with a four-man front most of the way, so he's going to have to make plays. Second and four. It's a keeper this time by the quarterback as he is forced out of bounds, but another first down for the Bobcats. Looks like the 30 of Dalton Witherspoon took him out of bounds. Just nothing fancy. I mean, it's all about the up-front play right now. And Thayer, they're winning up front. I mean, their line uh, doing a really good job uh, off the tackles. Uh, the left guard making a nice block on that play. Uh, we've seen Cates make a couple plays. Nicholson, the left guard on that one, made a block. So uh, they're able to get the movement that they need on this drive. First and ten for the Bobcats. They take the snap. Last man through, Willison. He has found a huge hole. Still on his feet now. Brought down by the ankles on the ten. That is J.J. Hall with the touchdown saving tackle. Oh, check that. He he, got across the line. Yeah, yeah, he is a late signal, but, yeah, he got that ball across with the second effort, stretched it out there. So, Willison, both touchdowns for the Bobcats here in this first quarter. Had a one-yarder on the first one, and that one about a, was about a 10, 15-yard run there with some extra power uh, to finish it off. It is going for the two once again to make this a 14-point game. Quarterback in the shotgun. He's got a man open. He held on. It is good. Well defended by the three of Dalton or Dylan Witherspoon. But uh, great catch. That is the 10 
of uh, the Bobcats. That is Landry Pitts. And 14 to nothing is your score. 501 left to play in this first quarter. We're going to take a 60 second timeout. You're listening to high school football action on KDKD. Every farmer needs a co-op they can count on as a key to their operation. Windsor Farmers Co-op is the place to go if you want quality products and quality service. They want to help you with all your feed, chemical, seed, and farm supplies. Their friendly faces and hometown service definitely make them the choice of your neighbors. Located at 500 West Jackson in Windsor, they encourage you to stop in and check out the quality products and services for yourself. Give them a call at 660-647-2117. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance is committed to protecting your dream home so that your family has a place to share laughs, celebrations, and milestones. Which is why their new homeowner discount rewards customers who have purchased a new home in the last three years with a discount on their homeowner's policy. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Discount and savings amounts and eligibility will vary. Some restrictions apply. American Family Mutual Insurance Company S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state. And we are back here in Thayer, Missouri. It is J.J. Hall taking the kickoff. He gets up to uh, the 40 and no more as he's driven backwards. Now, it is time for Windsor to uh, – they're going to have to do something this time, Smith. Yeah, I think so, Doug. This is critical. Uh, you know, we, we know Windsor can play from behind. We saw it last week. You know, this game has started out eerily similar to the one last week. But, uh, you know, Windsor has the offensive firepower. Uh, you're only down two scores. Still first quarter, but you, you need positive yards. You know, you only had one positive yard play on that first drive. Trip receivers to the near side. It's Dalton Witherspoon. He is running vertically. He can't do it that way. As he goes out of bounds, he's going to lose yardage uh, on the play. Very good pursuit by Grimes over there at corner and also the five of Austin Green pursuing that play. And, you know, that's one of Dalton's – Carbon copy plays. He loves that outside run, has that speed to get around the edge, but they're having none of it. And they're playing zone and just playing a three-man front, uh, which talking to the Thayer guys before the game, they said, you know, we get pressure with three. They really like their odds of doing that. They really don't blitz a whole lot off that, which means you can play more in coverage. Direct snap to the 30 of Witherspoon. He gets good yardage this time as they had lost two in the first one. He gets up. Now it's going to be third down. Call it six for uh, the or for the Greyhounds. And I think Coach Vinsel and uh, Coach McKnight, the offensive coordinator for the Greyhounds, they're still kind of trying to figure out what's the right flow. You know, what's the right play calling? Uh, trying to figure out, you know, can we throw this football down the field uh, or are we going to be able to run? We've seen a lot of spread sets so far from Windsor. Showing pass. Drawing them off sides this time. Encroachment is the call against the Bobcats. It's going to be third down. Boy, I'm telling you what, that's all close. Oh, yeah, I don't know. That's about as close as you can move it off of a penalty and not get the first down. No indication. (laughs) No, yeah, I mean, it's literally inches from not getting the first down off that. That is hard to believe, but still makes this a third down. You feel like you should easily be able to pick this up, ball right at midfield on the right hash. It is third and a tip of a football to go. It is Witherspoon with the ball across the 50. He's got the first down and more as he is drawn down about the 40, 39-yard line. It's going to be first down for the Greyhounds. Good block there by Marshallman Keedy on the right side. Just took his guy, moved him in a hurry. That's that old reach block. Marshall's as good at that block as anybody, and that – 
open the seam. And, and we know Dalton, I mean, he does not have to have a lot of room. I mean, you just give him a little bit of space, and the young man can fly down the field. Direct snap once again goes to the 30 of Witherspoon. Dalton up and a gain on the plane gets up to about the 35. It's going to be a gain of three. Second down, call it seven for the Greyhounds. And now Windsor's going to go to that three-back tight formation. We saw this last week. Uh, it's it's a package that they like to run, and it's something that they will mix in a little bit. Uh, and it really is kind of what initially threw Skyline off. Now they change out of it here, though, on second down. Pitch to Witherspoon. Goes to the far side. He's got a lot of room. He gets across and up. He gets a first down and a little bit more as he is going to be brought down about the 27-yard line. He moves the markers first and 10 for the Greyhounds. Great block by Hess over there on the left side, opening that hole up. And now we got some rhythm. You know, now you're starting to string a few positive plays together. Oh. Not there, though. Wow. That is the 18 Man. of Parker Craig. The bowling ball not oh. finding any room. Not finding any pins to bowl over. He, he got was, a gutter ball this time, yeah. <laughs> he did. He went backwards. That's a excellent job by the Bobcats in the middle. Uh, big number 55. Mercy. He blew that play up. Cole Cates. Nowhere to go, man. It is second down. Call it 12. Man in motion coming across as flags fly on the play. I'm sure that's going to go against a Windsor. Illegal shift. Yep. Yeah, we saw that last week. They had one of those. So that's not going to make uh, Coach Vinsel happy. I think Craig might have been the one moving early on that a little bit. Looked like uh, Dalton actually went in motion. Dalton, I don't okay. think he was set. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good call. So they're going to back that up. That's five, yeah, I think five, five yards. yards from the original line. So be second and 16. Long way to go. 325 left to play in this first quarter. 14 to nothing in favor of the Bobcats up there. And you just hope that penalty, you know, doesn't take the wind out of your sails because you've had such a good series. But we've seen that sometimes. One penalty, it can wreck a drive. But winds are still in their territory. In the shotgun, hands off. This time it is to Roberts again, and nothing doing. They seen that one coming. Yeah, that was the play. Uh, well, actually, it looked like Craig, the bowling ball, got that one again and just couldn't turn the corner. That's just a good job by Thayer. Green making that stop. So, you know, there you go. You know, you get the penalty, and then boom, another negative play. Uh, play for loss. So you were down, you know, looking at about the 20-yard line, moving the ball down the field. Now you're facing a third and 20, 20 yep. all the way back at about the 37. Third and 20 shotgun for the Greyhounds. They are back at the 37-yard line. As Spencer said, pressure coming. He's got a man downfield, launches it right through the arms of the 30 of Dalton Witherspoon. He was well defended, but he... Dylan hit him right in the numbers. Yeah, I think Dylan did get, or Dalton, I should say, got a hand on it, but I think Grimes got a hand on it as well. I think Grimes, the corner, was able to get his left hand up in there enough and kind of jam it out and made it even tougher for Dalton to secure that football. But, man, you know, the penalty really kills that drive, and, you know, Thayer holds, but we'll see. You know, Coach Vince, I think, you almost think about a fake here, but he looks like he will punt. Witherspoon coming up a little Ooh. gimp on the play. Good bounce for the Greyhounds. Nice They're going to pin it back and inside the five-yard line. Yeah, right at the two. Boy, that's a, a beautiful punt 
by Dalton. But you're right, Doug. He's hobbling a little bit, and I think actually that might have been partially tipped a little bit. I mean, we we've kind of got our window open here a little bit. I think I heard kind of that ball might have been deflected just a little bit, but it, it still got a, enough of a bounce on it. Uh, a couple really good Windsor hops. So that is just what the doctor ordered for Windsor's defense. Uh, this is by far uh, the deepest field Thayer's had to work with, and you've got to uh, make them go here you know, 99 yards down the field. So this is huge opportunity for the Windsor defense. First and 10, ball on the two. They're going deep. They've got a receiver down. Oh, he just could, well defended on the play by the 30, I believe, of Dalton Witherspoon. 30, uh, 35. 35. Yeah, that was Dylan White. Uh, okay. A great coverage by Dylan. One-on-one, and that's one of those. He's got to go up and make a play on the ball. They were looking for Grimes on a deep route. You know, that's just one of those plays you're just trying to get your offense out of the shadow of the end zone. And Dylan, that's excellent coverage. Hey, excellent coverage. And he uh, he got a hand on it. The receiver yep. got a hand on it, but uh, he was right there. White was with him. Uh, foot for foot. It is second down and 10. Ball on the two-yard line. Handoff this time. Willison. Willison once again across the near side. He's fumbled. Fumbled out of bounds, but I believe it's going to stay with there. Oh, they got lucky there, Doug Neff. That ball set there at the five-yard line. It felt like forever, and then just, I don't know if the wind caught it or what, but just pushed it out of bounds where the Windsor kid couldn't quite get to it. Man, would that have been a huge play. But uh, Thayer fans were wanting to face mask on that. Willison, very fortunate, too, that he was able to get out of the end zone on that. I mean, he almost didn't get enough forward progress, and it was borderline uh, getting to be where it could have been a safety for Windsor. Said ball on the four. Big third down here. Yeah, third and eight. It is Thayer with the ball under center, trying to draw offsides, not going to make it. And right off the fingertips of the nine once again, Spencer. It's Spencer. Spencer drops it. Yeah, that was led out in front of him a little bit ball wasn't uh, very well thrown but still spencer had a chance to to make the grab and now yeah if you're there you've got to punt this ball and this is going to be a tricky punt because the punter uh, which is the quarterback Pitts, he's going to have to punt this from his own end zone so look to see if windsor can get a little bit of rush here but that's a big hold for windsor's defense great job it is fourth down low snap almost blocked it may have been tipped just a touch yeah Taking the ball, Dylan Witherspoon, he brings it back, and he's going to be about the 30, call it the 37, 36-yard line. We're going to see where it's going to be marked at, but it's going to be first and 10 in Thayer territory for the Greyhounds. Yeah, that's a not 35. Not a good punt at all for Thayer, and you're right. That was tipped by Caleb Eaton. First of all, it was a horrible snap, yeah. so Pitts had to go down and grab it. On top of that, he's in his own end zone. Uh, so they're very lucky to even get that punt off. But that is a huge swing here, and Windsor really needs to take advantage of this. 154 left to play in this first quarter is Witherspoon. He trips over his own man, Terry, or Dusty Johnson, excuse me. And uh, he goes down, second down, call it nine for the Greyhounds. And, of course, that stop all set up really by that Dalton Witherspoon punt. You know, he punts that ball, pins him at the two, uh, and, you know, they – they stop the deep shot right there on that first down, and then they come right back, hit the two run plays, and stop those to force there to punt this ball right back. But look for, we'll see, you know, if, if Coach Pencil, look for him to maybe dial up something deep over the middle. They got a passing set. They're going to go with uh, five wide here. Gets it off to J.J. Hall. He is swallowed. Wow. 
And behind the line of scrimmage, loss on the play of about two. Going to be third down 11 for the Greyhounds. They go uh, five wide, but they go with the short pass that time to J.J. Hall. You know, And this is the luxury of good defense by being able to play three. It, it just gives you so many more options because you can play six, seven guys deep, and that takes away the pass. And, you know, Windsor's going to have to figure that out. You know, they've got to find a way to get Thayer's corners moving more as opposed to just setting back there soft. And you, you've got to make them come out of this three-man rush. Rush coming. It is Witherspoon with the ball. Gets across the 30 as he tries to sidestep. Is he going to? It depends on the mark. He's going to be really close to that first down. It's going to be fourth down in inches if he doesn't make it. Oh, man, Doug, this very, very close. And yeah, he's going to be short. And, oh, man, I, I think you got to go for this. You, you know you need a score. It looks like that's what Coach Vinsel's going to do as they go to that tight set. 30 seconds left to go in this first quarter. Look in. It is Witherspoon with the ball. He's got the first down and much, much more as he comes across. Going to be down at about the 15-yard line before he is driven out of bounds by Thayer. Very good job by Dalton, just kind of taking that outside lane. Uh, Thayer really overran the play. You know, they caved in expecting something in the middle, sucked everybody to the inside, and then Dalton had that open free space. So that's a, a huge first down, and now you're in the red zone for the first time. 26 seconds left to play, first and 10 for the Greyhounds. Ball about the 15-yard line. They look in with that three-man back. It's Witherspoon with the ball once again. This time tries the A-gap, and nothing there, as that's going to be probably the last play of this first quarter. Yeah, Coach Vitzel has, I think, three timeouts left. Yes. But, uh yeah, the clock just not in your favor, so you might. Eh, yeah, no, they're going to set. Gonna yeah, down. they're going to set on it. Yep. Second down and call it a long nine, short eight. Yep, and no sense in rushing right there. You know, no sense in getting up to the line and and uh, putting the ball on the ground or something like that. In terms of just trying to hurry up, you know, you still got the second down coming back in the second quarter. Well, we'll come back second quarter action. Spencer with the call. We're going to take a sixty second timeout. You're listening to high school football action on KDKD. The Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be for your livestock sales. With a large livestock auction and 35-plus employees to pre-sort and handle your cattle the correct way, Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be. Cattle sales take place every Wednesday at noon. Sign up for the weekly text alerts by texting cattle to 313-131. That's cattle to 313-131 to be in the loop for early consignments, stock market reports, special cattle sales, and much more. Don't forget to follow the Windsor Livestock Auction on Facebook. It's always a good time at the Windsor livestock auction. No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. Welcome back to Thayer, Missouri, and the home of the Bobcats as your Windsor Greyhounds in quarterfinal action against the Thayer Bobcats, 14 to nothing is the score. With the call, Spencer Edwards. Thank you, Doug. As, uh, we're ready to get back to action, and so far, unfortunately for the Greyhounds and the Greyhound fans that have made their way down south here to Thayer, uh, it has not uh, been an action-packed 
first quarter offensively as Windsor trailing 14 to nothing as we start quarter number two. They've got a second down and nine from the Thayer 14. This is the deepest they've been into Thayer territory as they run the draw play off the left side. It's going to be Dylan Witherspoon on the keep and not much. Man, nothing there. If you're going to get over on this Thayer defense, I think you're going to have to use that misdirection. That has worked so far in this first quarter. That's a big tackle by Zach Jones up on the D-line for the Bobcats to stop that play. So third and nine now from the 14 out of the shotgun, bootleg right. Dylan rolls out, fires into the end zone, and it is caught, but he's out of bounds. Oh, Oh, man, just ran out of real estate. That was uh, J.J. Hall made a great catch but didn't have enough room. Man, I tell you what, an incredible catch by Hall, but just could not get that foot down for the touchdown. And as Kevin uh, very well said last week, just one foot in high school football that you have to get in. We saw that last week with uh, the Skyline receiver in the game in the district title. He was able to just barely drag his foot in the left corner. So now here we go, big play. Windsor will go for it on fourth and nine at the Thayer 13. Back to pass with five wide Witherspoon. All day to throw. Let's it fly into double coverage, oh. and it's batted down incomplete. Boy, there was three green jerseys all around the play, and the Thayer defense, after giving up some yards again on that series, they bend Doug Neff, but they do not break, and they hold Windsor in the red zone. Threw that into tight coverage to J.J. Hall, and he, well, he hit where he had to, but, uh, again, I think ball was tipped as it come in, and uh, Hall had no chance on it. Well, this Thayer defense, and we, you know, we're looking at their numbers, Doug, on the way down here. We knew this was a very stout defense. They're just not giving up a lot of points at all this year, and, and they are showing why so far. Pitching the shutout here in the state quarterfinal matchup. Winner will advance to the semifinals next Saturday. So with 11.20 to go before half, they are with the ball back up by two scores as they go back to Willison on the handoff. We've seen him a lot in this first half for Thayer, just a short gain there of two. And, you know, Willison's had a lot of carries, Doug, but he hasn't popped the big one yet. We, we, he has two touchdowns, has both of them for Thayer, but not the long, you know, 60-yard run so far. Well, Dylan White had to come up and make the uh, stop from his position, but it uh, short gain on that second down and eight for the Bobcats. They will spread it out. Two wingbacks, one of them in motion in the backfield. They hand it to him. That is Grimes, and he is hit behind the line of scrimmage and driven back all the way to the 10. That's going to be a big loss on the play as the Greyhounds able to shut that one down quickly. Dusty Johnson, one of the initial defenders, I think, on the and, play. And Dylan Witherspoon. Dylan, yep, Dylan, uh, very good speed coming up from that corner spot to make that play. So that changes this drive now a little bit, changes the play calling for the Bobcats. It's going to be a third down 14. and 14 all the way back at the 10. Fourth there on their half of the field. Coming up on 10 minutes left here before halftime. They go play fake, pits back to pass, good pocket, throws, and it's tipped. Tipped and knocked down. Dusty Johnson with a great play as he jumped up, just caught it with his hands. I think he'd like to have that back because he would like to run that back, I think. Yeah, big pause up there for Dusty and just swats that one down. And that is a huge play. So that makes it fourth down and 14 for Thayer, and they will have no choice but to punt. Backed up at their own 10 with 10.02 to go here before the half. So the Windsor D holds as Pitts, oh, he shanks this punt. Pops it straight up in the air, punting from his own end zone, and this ball is going to hit and roll dead at the Thayer 33-yard line. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So that's not even hardly a 20-yard punt right there 
for Thayer, and Windsor is going to get the football deep in Thayer territory. And, I I mean, I think it caught a little bit of wind because he obviously was punting, but that was just hit wrong off the foot. I mean, that came off his foot wrong big time. So that's really the second shank punt from Pitts and another big opportunity for Windsor's offense. Four receivers to the far side. Empty backfield and a draw play. Here's Dylan Witherspoon. Breaks it to the outside, but a flag flies, and this uh-huh. may be coming back as Dylan able to get around the 30, picked up about five. Oh, oh it's on Thayer. And the Thayer, <laughs> Thayer, Thayer fans uh, not happy with that one. I think they called blocking the back. Was it that or defensive uh, oh, holding? Oh, oh no. Oh, he signaled wrong. It is uh, offensive holding now. Yeah, he signaled defensive holding, which is a very rare call, especially in high school. And so, yeah, I mean, that, that's obviously what me and you thought at first that's coming back. And well, the, and you know, I'd like to see that again because I thought it just went down. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's something that you could look at again, but certainly no luxury of that in high school football. So, yeah, offensive holding. Official just got confused on the signal, and that will back Windsor up and wipe away a six-yard run. So first down and 20 from the spot of the foul. So that moves it all the way back to the 43. So that's a big penalty. Handoff inside goes to Dalton Witherspoon and not much as he runs in to that mean green machine up there. Uh, That defensive line for Thayer, they have been very tough to block. Windsor O-line has not established their presence yet in this game. Well, you know, every time he's tried to run towards the A or B gap, uh, just nothing there in the center of that defensive line up there. Second down and 18 for the Greyhounds. Going into the win. Five wide, empty backfield. Four-man rush for Thayer. They flush Witherspoon out of the pocket. He throws it deep up the right sideline, and it's incomplete. Looking for Dalton Witherspoon. Would have been a first down, and I think the ball caught the wind just a little bit, drifted out of bounds. But again, Thayer able to get pressure with three, and a lot of defenders back in coverage, flooding the zone, and they had multiple guys back there. Yeah, Parker Craig was around that ball, so was uh, J.J. Hall. So that sets up third down and 18, and again, a big penalty on this series. has hurt Windsor a little bit. Has changed the field position. They had one in the first quarter that changed the drive. They move Peyton to quarterback. They run the double reverse. They hand to Dylan. He pitches it back to the left to Dalton. Weaves his way. Cuts by one tackle, but then is brought down at the 38. So not much on the gain. Good open field tackle by the Bobcats. That was the 22 of Griffin Willison, the younger brother of the tailback for Thayer Jackson Willison makes a nice open field play and you don't see Dalton get brought down like that very often Doug in space like that but couldn't get by him Dalton trying to follow his blockers through that uh, maze of green and just uh, ran out of room so now fourth down and 15 Windsor will go for it at the Thayer 38 830 to go in the first half and now we get a whistle and yep timeout called by the Greyhounds So Coach Benzel, he knows how important this play is. He wants to talk it over. 8.29 to go here before the half in the state quarterfinal. Windsor trailing 14 to nothing. We'll take a 30-second timeout. Be right back after this on KDKD. Football is a game that demands teamwork. You don't dare face the opponent alone, just like the legal opponents you might face when the unexpected happens. You want the best team possible, like the folks at Dolan Haney Law Firm. At Dolan Haney, the client always comes first. That's why we focus on resolving legal problems in the most effective way. Whether it's in court or with direct negotiations, Dolan Haney has the local expertise to guide you every step of the way. Call for a free consultation at 885-9600. 
Spencer Edwards, Doug Neff back with you here from Bobcat Stadium. 8.29 to go in the first half. 14 to nothing our score. The Thayer Bobcats leading the undefeated defending state champs so far. Harley back at the studios. And, boy, Doug, this game, I tell you what, it started out rough for Windsor. They just have not been able to do much on offense. Dalton hasn't been able to pop the long run yet. But now what do you do here? This is a big, big play, fourth down, 15. You're at the Thayer 38. Coach Vince will take in the timeout to talk it over going to be an interesting play call. You have got to get something that's going to give you at least 15 yards because you have to get the first down on this. And uh, other than that, it doesn't matter. you got to move those chains, and that's the big thing right now. And here we go. Windsor's still going to go for it out of the timeout. They go empty backfield, five wide. They like to run the draw out of this, but Dylan will roll right, fires the pass. It's a strike. Oh, oh it's a dart. And it's caught by Dalton Witherspoon. He's got it. Right at the stick. That is a first down. Actually was a yard behind the marker. Oh, that's a perfect route. Perfect throw by Dylan. Just a post route right to the marker. And a big conversion for Windsor on fourth and long. Witherspoon knew where he had to be. He got one yard beyond just in case. A first down for the Greyhounds. That is that great awareness from one of your senior leaders, Dalton Witherspoon. And that's what you do. You know, struggling a little bit on offense, you got to get him going. So that keeps the drive alive. First down and 10 for Windsor at the Thayer 22. Ball on the right hash. Out of the shotgun handoff off the right side. It'll be back to Dalton. He's up over the 20 to about the 27. Or, excuse me, 25. And that is going to be a gain of about five on the play. So, again, that outside tackle play, Doug, they have just shut that down so far. Well, it looks like they're going to give them a gain of about two. It depends on the mark. Yeah, I actually but, didn't get past the 20. Yeah. So he's right at the 20, and it's second and eight. So a gain of just two. They're going to move uh, Peyton Witherspoon, the slot back, really close to the line on that left side, offset backfield with uh, Parker Craig, the fullback. They toss sweep to Dalton off the left. He's over the 20, 15. And looking for the 10. There's a good run. And a first down for Witherspoon. Move those chains, and that's the bowling ball, as Doug says. Parker Craig that time throwing a block, so that time he was bowling his way into those (laughs) pins without the ball in his hand. But uh, that's what he's good at is really lead blocking. That's kind of his specialty at the fullback position. Boy, first down goal to go, but they've got 10 yards to go. Man, you just get the sense. I know we're still early, but, man, Windsor needs points. They really for the confidence that you're still right in this game, just down two scores. So first down and 10 from the 11. Dylan rolls right, flushed out, now scrambles back left, still well behind the line and throws it incomplete out in the flat, back to the near side looking for Dalton, but very lucky that was not intentional grounding on that. Well, and he had to, he couldn't get his feet set, so he couldn't get a good throw on that and because he was being pursued by the big green machines. Second down and 10 to go. Still have to get the two-yard line. That's where they've got to get for the first down and goal to go. 7-14 left here in our first half. A 14 to nothing game. couple of rushing touchdowns by the tailback for Thayer. Jackson Willison, the difference in the game right now. They go tight formation, three backs, direct snap to Dalton, and he is bottled up as the line for Thayer caves it in. The 75 of Zach Jones making a nice stop. For the Bobcats, no gain on the play. Spencer, they've tried that a number of times with that three-man back and trying to go over that gap, and they just cannot find a hole through that line. Thayer has 
shut down the pass. I think uh, six passing attempts for Dillon. He's completed three of them. And the running game has been pretty much shut down so far. So now third and ten at the Thayer 10 for Windsor. Bootleg right. Dillon keeps it and loses his footing and goes down at about the eight. Boy, I think he tripped on that. Would have had a couple more yards on the play, but lost it. And this is a traditional grass field down here at Thayer. It is not very green, uh, I must say. It it looks like the fall grass out there for sure, but it it doesn't look muddy or anything like or chewed up. It's just the grass is not green. Well, and it's actually a nice day as far as weather and and everything else down here in Thayer, Missouri. So another big fourth down. This will be fourth down and eight. Windsor will go for it. Ball on the Thayer nine. Again, they've got to get the two-yard line for the first down. They look over to the sideline, Coach Vinsel, Coach McKnight, singling in some signals, and now they will call timeout. So Windsor will burn another one here. Well, you know you can't take them with you. so Yeah, and very important play. Yeah. So you, you know you got to get it right. So we'll go ahead and step aside, fourth and eight for Windsor when we come back with 5.49 to go here in our first half. We'll be back in 30 right after this. At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road, or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. left in the first half. Windsor facing a fourth down and eight at the Thayer nine. Taking a timeout here. Second one used on this drive by Coach Jake Fitzel. And they will have, of course, one remaining now in this first half. Fourth down goal to go. Uh, They can't get a first down without getting the touchdown. That's the only bad part. But, man, I'll tell you what, uh, tough defense by Thayer. They coming down with a chip on their shoulder, and it's starting to show. So three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Dalton in the backfield with Dillon. He has the snap, rolls right, throws, and the throw is offline. He was looking for a post corner to J.J. Hall. Throw was offline, and the timing just was not there, Doug. Uh, J.J. did not even really have a chance to go get that football. That was just a a timing mix-up right there for Windsor on a big play. Yeah, unfortunately, the closest receiver to that was the defensive back. Uh, that was covering J.J. Hall. So uh, it's going to be a turnaround. The only nice thing is you're down inside the 10-yard line, and it's going to be first and 10, so you got them deep. Yeah, you make Thayer use a lot of this field. So another big stand for Thayer. Boy, they have bent a couple of times but have held Windsor scoreless now twice in the red zone with 5.43 to go before the half. They go inside handoff to Willison, and a short gain that time. Good tackle by Parker Craig. For Windsor, so the winner of this game moves on to the semifinal round. Winner will get the winner of Penny and East Buchanan. That is the other uh, quarter final matchup. I think that game started at one, so we'll try to look on our phones or listen in and see if we can't get a score uh, from that one. Uh, Fayette and Marceline, and yep. then Monroe City and uh, Haytai. The <laughs> the other two quarterfinal games as Pitts back to pass throw oh and he had a man wide open running up the seam that was Grimes but Lane Grimes could not reel it in ball was thrown a little bit too far and Grimes actually tried to make a one-handed grab on that that was a seam post and he was behind Dylan White on that 
you know, and that thing was just just a hair long. Uh, unfortunately, and it's right off the, well, I guess unfortunately. Unfortunately for them, just a uh, an opportunity missed because I think it would have been off to the races for oh, yeah. Grimes. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, you know, Thayer, they're kind of a weird offense. They kind of lull you to sleep with that running game, and then they'll try to step back and hit a, a pass on you over the middle. They step back to pass here. Pitt's under pressure, and he'll be sacked at the nine-yard line, basically right at the line of scrimmage, and that was on third and seven. My boy. That is right there, Marshall Mankiti. A huge defensive play, and that will bring up fourth down seven, well, actually nine to go as uh, we had a loss of two on the play on that sack. So 440 left to go here in the uh, first half of football. They will show punt formation as, again, boy, Pitts, he's like, can I really uh, punt from the end zone three times in his first half, and he has as he gets off a little better punt this time, but not very deep as uh, Dylan Witherspoon calls the fair catch at the 35-yard line again on the Thayer half of the field, Doug. So that's tw- three times now Thayer or Windsor has gotten the ball on the Thayer half off of a short punt and haven't been able to score off I'm, of it. I'm kind of surprised Dylan didn't try to take off of that ball. Right. Uh, yep. But he, when he came up and got the ball, he was face-to-face with a Bobcat defender. So. Yeah, boy, that's what's so crazy about this first half. Thayer is giving Windsor chances. You know, this is the third time they've started with extremely good field position off of these short punts but have been held scoreless. So now Windsor another opportunity with plenty of time in the half. They run the option pitch off to the left as Dylan pitching it off to Dalton and gets up over the 30 to about the 25. So a nice pickup of about five on that carry. He's going to be really close, just short of the first down, but he headed for contact on that play as he uh, knew he was going to be driven out of bounds and just tried to punish the defenders as much as he could. Actually got a, a little bit more, gain of about eight. So second down and two for the Greyhounds. Ball on the Thayer, 35. Shotgun set, handoff, and Dalton is nailed right at the uh. line of scrimmage this time. Big hit by Griffin Willison as he comes up. And makes a big play. Yeah, that's a loss of a yard. So third down, three to go. And, man, just when Thayer, you know, when they need a big play, they've been able to get it. I mean, their defense has been unbelievable, particularly that defensive line. So third down and three for the Greyhounds. Still trailing at 14 to nothing. Nobody has scored yet, though, here in the second quarter. As they run the play fake, good fake by Dillon, and, Runs off the left side. Everybody went with Dalton, and he's forced out of bounds at the 20, and that's a first down, though. Nice play for the Greyhounds to move the chains. Looks like the Bobcats are keying on number 30, so maybe that's something for the uh, coaches to look at at halftime and kind of head around here if you kind of head that towards uh, Witherspoon and then uh, head somebody else. uh, To take that ball, it may be a good, good thing. And they are really making Windsor mix their plays up as well. We've seen a lot of different sets out of the Greyhounds. Handoff here off the right side. Dalton breaks a couple tackles. Still on his feet. Oh, he maintains his balance and he walks into the end zone for the touchdown. He broke two tackles at about the 15 and then glides his way in there to pay dirt. It was just kind of like right after I said that. He's like, I'll show you. I'll I'll show you what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what Dalton does. We saw it last week. You know, he gets the short gains and then before you know it, like Kevin last week looked at the, the stat sheet and before you knew it in the third quarter, he was over 200 yards yep. rushing. And that's kind of how, you know, he hadn't popped the big one yet, but he's getting those two, three, five-yard runs, and then boom, right there pops the touchdown 
to get Windsor on the board, 14-6. Late here in the first half on a 27-yard run, they go for two as Dillon rolls the pocket right out of the gun, throws off his back foot, and it is caught by Dalton Witherspoon. Wow. Two-point conversion is good. Looked like a big frog jumping up in the air, but he came down with that ball, and there was a defender right there that was trying to get by with it, but it uh, it is good. Hard to defend that. 14-8 to now in favor of the Bobcats, but here come the Greyhounds. The comeback train, I think, has left the station here in Thayer as the Windsor Band has made their way down here today, and they are over there firing up the Windsor crowd. And Really, first-time Windsor faithful have been able to cheer much in his first half but yeah that kind of settles the troops down a little bit and uh, 14 to 8 with 332 to go here in the first half well you know we talk about this and it was the same thing last year when they came down here long ways down here and uh, the bus driver told one of the coaches told me he said you guys came a long ways didn't you and I was like not as far as you did <laughs> yeah but yeah. Uh, they travel well oh this yeah Windsor faithful yeah. are down here and man it is incredible Incredible. Uh, they have got a great contingency down here for the Greyhounds. They sure do. And uh, Coach Benzel, of course, has just been so proud of the Windsor community and, and all the support. Uh, you know, and when things, of course, caught fire last year, you win state, everybody gets excited, and they have carried that over uh, into this season, and they have been full of support for this team. So Windsor will kick off after the big score. And that time they made Thayer pay for that short punt in the short oh. field. Oh, and a fumble here. Thayer fumbles I the ball. I think he got on top of but it. But he did get on it yeah. before it went out of bounds. Yeah, Pitts fell on it at the 20, but it was just kind of a squib kick from Hess, and it was uh, pretty effective. Yeah. I thought they had a chance. Yeah, it was close. It was close. Of course, uh, last week, Windsor fumbled a couple kicks kind of uncharacteristically. Uh, and, of course, so far, kind of surprising, I guess you'd have to say, we haven't seen any turnovers yet. Yeah, knock, so knock, on, knock wood. on wood. Maybe hopefully I, I just jinxed there. I was going to say, hopefully you right jinxed there. the Bobcats because <laughs> yeah, they're on offense. May have jinxed them. Uh, and, uh, now would be a good time for a turnover, that's for sure. Here's Willison on the handoff, and he lowers the boom. Wow. Pounds his way out up over the 35 to the 42. That's a gain of 11 and a first down for the Bobcats. He carried four <laughs> he Windsor defenders. Yes. And that wouldn't have been the exciting part. The exciting part was one of them was Marshall Mankiti. Yeah, and that's hard to do, folks. Marshall Mankiti, <laughs> he's he's a, he is a big boy uh, out there, and that is definitely hard to do. You know, And Windsor has the size advantage up front. I mean, Thayer, they're not big, but they hold their blocks well and are blowing holes open. They go back to Willison here on first and 10, and he's up over the 45, awfully close to midfield. It's going to be a gain of about seven. Give him the 47-yard line. So it'll be second down and short coming up for Thayer. And again, the Bobcats have all three of their timeouts remaining, 2.51 to go here before halftime, 14-8. Our score, things tightening up after the 27-yard touchdown run by Dalton Witherspoon. As they go back to the ground, here's Willison. Another hole off the right side, first down and more up over midfield into Windsor territory. Mankini with an ankle tackle on that play, saving, uh, well, he got a first down, but, man, there could have been a lot more to that. Give him the 46-yard line, so gain of seven to move the sticks for Thayer. Bobcats will break the huddle, and this will be important. We'll see how Coach Weber manages this clock. That's a big opportunity for oh. the Windsor defense, and that time they're able to hit 
Willison in the backfield. He kind of spun out of it a little bit, but maybe a gain of just a yard. Caleb Eaton with a nice tackle for Windsor up front. Eaton was in the backfield, I think, as uh, here comes uh, Willison to the line, and he found him, stopped him for just a gain of one on that play. Second down, nine. Fourth there. As we hit the two-minute mark here in our first half, they're going to go full house backfield, three backs in the backfield, tight end to the right. Pitts takes the snap, play action, boot. Off to the left, Pitts looking to throw. Here comes Eaton, hits him as he throws it. Oh, it's intercepted. Picked off, and I jinxed him. I sure jinxed him right there. You did good. That's what we want. (laughs) And there's our first. I usually jinx Windsor, but uh, not that time as Dalton Witherspoon picks it off. And right now the momentum has firmly shifted in favor of Windsor and Pitts. I'm not real sure where he was throwing that ball other than to Dalton Witherspoon. Nobody in the area but Dalton. Dalton was there, and but I think uh, you got to give half of that to Caleb Eaton. Eaton with great pressure as he was just about to hit Pitts as he released that ball. Very good point for sure right there from Doug Neff because, yeah, that really sped Pitts up, forced him to get rid of it, and now Windsor will take a shot deep over the middle, and it's a home run shot. It's caught by Dylan White at the Thayer wow. 40, a 40-yard pass from Dylan Witherspoon right over the middle on a deep cross, and Windsor now hurries up to the line of scrimmage, and here's where you got to watch this clock. You only have one timeout left, 1.38 to go before the half. Windsor hurries up to the line, but plenty of time. Four wide receiver set. They are going to rush five, handoff up the middle. It'll be Dalton Witherspoon, and lowers his shoulder up over the 40 to about the 36, so a nice pickup right there, but, man, that was a beautiful pass play for Windsor at a big, big point. Late in this half. He had all day to pass that ball, too. Second and five for Windsor at the Thayer 35. Handoff coming back to Dalton off the right. Angles towards the sideline and forced out. Yeah, Thayer had that bottled up nicely, but uh, did get out of bounds. That will stop the clock with 106 left before halftime. Make it third down and eight, but again, uh, Witherspoon got out of bounds. He got out of bounds enough to stop the clock. And that's a big stop. Coming up on the top of the hour here at 3 o'clock, I want to remind you you're listening to state quarterfinal action here on KDKD, Radford Media Group Station, here on a cloudy afternoon in Thayer, but things heating up on the field as Windsor driving late in the first half, down 14-8 to as a pass play here out in the flat, a little short screen to Dalton, and it's bottled up as they force him out of bounds right at the 40, so no gain on the play. Couple big stops for Thayer after giving up that deep pass. Well, Spencer, it looks like they're keying on the 30, and you need to find somebody else to step up and make this happen. Dylan White was one of them. That was a great pass play as he is in single coverage down the field, but you've got to find somebody other than Dalton. I mean, Dalton's a great player, but they're keying on him. Absolutely. Yeah, and Dalton, a little winded. He's kind of, you know, uh, trying to get his breath a little bit out there. He's had a lot of work in this second quarter. So now a big play, fourth down and 11. Ball is at the Thayer 41 on the right hash. Right out a minute to go here in the half. Timeout. Yep, Coach Benzel going to take his final timeout here in the half. So 14-8, Windsor down, a touchdown and an extra point, and they will be back on the field when we come back after this 30-second break right here on KDKD. 
Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. We are back here in there. We've got one minute left to go here in what has been kind of a wild second quarter. Didn't look like we were going to have any points, Doug Neff, in this entire second quarter. It turned into a grinded-out game, and then, boom, Windsor gets the touchdown. Then they get a stop. They get the ball right back. They hit a 40-yard pass on this drive. They're moving the ball down the field, but now they face a fourth down and 11 to go. Ball at the Thayer 41. And what do you think you got to do here, Doug, on this fourth and long? Well, first of all, you're back within striking range and going into halftime, which is great because you've got some momentum going with you. You can take some great momentum even if you don't score this time. They have just got to get down the field, get this first down. But it's got to go a pass over the top, and you've got to find somebody other than Dalton to hit. Fourth down and 11 at the 41. Again, Windsor will get the ball to start the second half. Four wide receivers back to pass. Dylan flushed out. Gets around the pressure, fires into traffic, back across the field, and it's incomplete. Looking for Dalton deep over the middle, and as you called it right there, my friend, they had three guys right around Dalton. Dalton would have had the first down had he caught it, but wouldn't have gotten anything after the catch. Oh, absolutely. He was he knew where he had to get. Yep. Uh, young man is a great running back as far as that goes. He's a great receiving back, but... They are keying on him. They're looking for him. Yeah, this is where J.J. Hall, you know, he's really got to step up. And this is where, you know, losing Camden Fowler to graduation kind of yep. is hurting you a little bit. Yeah, we you, talked about that on the way down. Exactly. You, you just do not have really that big-time number one receiver to go to when everybody keys on Dalton. So the Thayer defense holds. That's a big stop for them right at the end of the half after they turn the ball over. And Pitts will keep it. And uh, Thayer may just go conservative here and roll out this clock and take it to halftime. Clock is rolling with 40 seconds to go here before the break. One more play and they'll yeah, be done. Yeah, I'd say they're just going to take this to halftime. And here's where Coach Weber for Thayer, just like, hey, we don't want to do anything stupid right here before the half. Second down and four. Ball is up at the 48-yard line. They come up under center. Pitt's going to hand off to Willison. He's got a lane, and, oh, he's dragging defenders with him again as he goes into Windsor territory. Give him the Greyhound 42. That'll stop the clock to set the chains. Clock stops with 19.5, and now Coach Weber will use one of his timeouts. Uh, They do have two remaining. We'll go ahead and keep it here. And, man, Doug, uh, right now, you know, they're, you know, football sense tells you probably just going to run this clock out. But got to be aware here if you're Windsor defense, you don't want that uh, guy to get loose over the middle on the pass. Well, the biggest problem uh, just in that last play was the fact that it looks like the Windsor's going for to knock that ball loose, trying to take that ball away. Willison, a strong back, he's not going to give that ball up easily. But they're trying to knock that out instead of bringing him down where they can. So Coach Weber out there talking with his team. Billy Weber, been down here a long time, has won a lot of ball games here at Thayer. This is a program that has a lot of tradition. They typically look at the bracket every year in Class 1, and they're always in the mix. Uh, it seems like every year they've been to state title, I think, uh, once or twice, I believe, in their history. Haven't won one yet. Uh, lost to Oric twice, actually. So uh, not too many people from Thayer will be visiting Oric, uh, <laughs> I don't think. Well, we had uh, we talked about Alan Perkins listening to us on radio. Yeah. He's from down here in Thayer. Okay. He was yep. a, he 
when he was down here, he was playing catch with uh, Preacher Rowe. So, you know, yeah, Preach, Preacher Rowe, former big <laughs> leaguer. Uh, they've got a street named after him uh, down here up in West Plains. Is the pass incomplete? So they did try to go to the air there, a little out route looking for Kyron Magnuson. But, yeah, it's kind of interesting, Doug, because they they've actually beaten Valley Catholic a couple of times, which for folks that know anything about high school yeah, football, absolutely. you know the name Valley Catholic. They've won, what is it, like 20 state titles. I looked at uh, and actually they are number, yeah, class they, 1, but I think they've won 15, 15 in class 1. Okay, of course, now they've been moved up to class 3 due to the new rules. But, yeah. but Thayer, they're in that odd position of having beaten Valley Catholic, so that tells you, well, you should have won a state title. No, they didn't. You know, they got beat by Oric a couple times. Unfortunately for them, so second down and 10, they roll out 14 seconds to go here in the half as Pitts is flushed out of the pocket and they just run him out of bounds. So Dalton Witherspoon, good pursuit defensively, and that will stop the clock, though, with 11.5. So Pitts able to get some yards, so they put themselves in a third and short, and they still have uh, a decent amount to maybe take a, a couple more cracks down the field here. Well, and they have got a kicker for uh, field goals, and so that is a possibility uh, as they maybe need about 10 more yards to probably get within field goal range uh, to make that happen. As we mentioned the field goal for the yeah. first time today, eerily, and of course folks know what happened down here last oh. year, and here's a sack by Caleb Eaton as he decks Pitts. Oh, and Pitts is slow to get up. Oh, the senior quarterback, he's a little woozy getting up from that as he takes a big loss all the way back to the 45, and that's going to run out the clock to end the half. What a play. I think Pitts is probably glad that's the end of that. Yeah, I would say so. But Caleb Eaton, man, that's two huge plays by Caleb Eaton. We saw him rush Pitts out of the pocket earlier and force him to throw early, which led to the pick, and then Caleb gets a big, big sack right there before the half, and Windsor will get the ball to start the second half here in the state quarterfinal matchup. The winner to move on, the loser season is done, and we have a tight one as expected, and it's a low-scoring one, folks, just like last year, 14-8. to Thayer leads here at the half. We'll take it back for a three-minute break. We'll be back and recap the first half for you when we come back here on KDKD. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! (laughs) 
Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance is committed to protecting your dream home so that your family has a place to share laughs, celebrations, and milestones. Which is why their new homeowner discount rewards customers who have purchased a new home in the last three years with a discount on their homeowner's policy. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Discount and savings amounts and eligibility will vary. Some restrictions apply. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state. Football is a game that demands teamwork. You don't dare face the opponent alone, just like the legal opponents you might face when the unexpected happens. You want the best team possible, like the folks at Dolan Haney Law Firm. At Dolan Haney, the client always comes first. That's why we focus on resolving legal problems in the most effective way. Whether it's in court or with direct negotiations, Dolan Haney has the local expertise to guide you every step of the way. Call for a free consultation at 885-9600. Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. Back at Bobcat Stadium, Doug Neff, Spencer Edwards with you in Thayer, Missouri today, just a little bit north of the Arkansas border. Uh, We are not very far from it. I think you could probably throw a rock and it would end up in Arkansas down here. Harley back at the studios in Clinton. And we are at 14-8 to right now, my friend, here at the half. And, uh, boy, Thayer on top. Uh, Thayer, you look at this half, Doug, and really, you know, the stats tell you Thayer controlled the game. Windsor, again, much like last week, didn't play their best football, but they are really obviously still right in this game. Obviously, it was a tale of two quarters. Uh, Thayer came out first quarter and just hit the uh, Greyhounds in the mouth and said, "This is we know what you did to us last year, take this. And they had two big scores in there very quickly before Greyhounds could uh, do anything about it. One of them extremely quickly as they had the ball on the opening uh, kickoff. But as they uh, go through here tonight, second quarter, uh, the defense came alive. They shut down the Bobcats. And then Dylan Witherspoon found found a way around and just waltzed into the end zone. And uh, the two-point conversion was incredible. Uh, Just six points behind. Now, if you said that, if you said after the end of that first quarter, we're only going to be six points behind. Right. I think we both would have taken that. I think so, yeah. And we kind of expected that this may be low scoring, but you didn't really know. I mean, it was last year, but it's eerily similar. I mean, here we kind of have a grinded-out game. Uh, but we really knew this could very well come down to the fourth quarter. It looks like it will as Windsor trying to get back to that semifinal round uh, next week. And if the Greyhounds can win today, that semifinal game next week uh, should be at David Powell Memorial Field. At least we are hoping, fingers crossed. It's not a 100% guarantee as Doug is looking for some scores for us here. We're going to try to pass those along to you as we've got to three other uh, quarterfinal games, of course, going on here today in class one but uh, just real quickly we'll give you the recap of the scoring things got going early as Doug said this Thayer team they came out with that revenge mindset came out a little angry 
and started running the ball early. They scored on their first drive of the game with 8.36 to go as Jackson Willison, the tailback, took it in from two yards out. Two-point conversion on that was no good. And then uh, Thayer shuts Windsor down on offense. They get the ball back, and then the Bobcats scored again with 5.01 to go in the first quarter. Jackson Willison with a 15-yard touchdown run. Two-point conversion off of that was good on a pass to Lane Grimes. So we're sitting here at the uh, end of the first quarter at 14 to nothing in favor of the Bobcats. And then late second quarter, Windsor finally gets on the board. They get an interception. They march the ball down the field uh, off of a short punt as well. They took two of those punts down to the red zone in the first half and got stopped. And then on the third short punt that Thayer gave them, which only made it to the 30-yard line. Windsor takes that down and scores as Dalton Witherspoon runs it in from 27 yards out. Two-point conversion was good off of that on a pass to Dalton, and that takes us to where we are here at the half at 14-8. to And really, you know, Thayer uh, had a chance to threaten there at the end of the half. They did move the ball down the field. Coach Weber elected to put a little pressure on Windsor. We thought they may just take it to the half, but then they just ran out of time, and then Caleb Eaton came up with a big sack to end the half. Windsor will get the ball to start the second half, so that'll be big for the Greyhounds. But I think, Doug, the two plays for me were Caleb Eaton. We saw him get the sack on Pitts, the quarterback right at the end of the half, and then we saw him rush Pitts to force a early throw, which led to an interception by Dalton Witherspoon. So those were two very critical plays for the Greyhounds on defense. Yeah, Caleb is having a tremendous game. The defense is having a tremendous game. But Dusty Johnson, we talk about him, Corbin Terry, and, of course, Caleb Eaton, all three of those young men are having a tremendous game on the defensive side uh, as they are getting through and getting uh, pressure on that quarterback. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, it's it's just incredible uh, here as, uh, well, uh, if they can continue that again, we talked about that sack at the very last play, and uh, Pitts, the quarterback, gets up and he is woozy. He, yeah, I don't know if he knew for sure where he's at. Yeah, I mean it, it's something that may be something to watch in the second half. I don't know if they will check him out for a concussion, but that would be huge. Uh, certainly, you know, Thayer to lose your senior quarterback in a quarterfinal game would be very, very big. But we know these kids, they're tough. You know, they're going to try to play through any kind of an injury. Of course, last week we saw Ricky Woodhouse, the star tailback for Skyline. He got knocked out of the game uh, due to an arm injury uh, at a very critical time. So that would be kind of crazy uh, if we have uh, another key injury in a game uh, of this magnitude again here today. Well, again, we want to thank our sponsors for supporting Windsor Greyhound football all season long. They've done an outstanding job, and they have been the ones that have allowed us to bring you this coverage of the defending state champions all season long. They are Central Missouri Community Credit Union, Gary's Towing, Henry County Library, T.H. Rogers Lumber, Jams Creation, State Farm Insurance, Windsor Furniture Company, Maryfield Pharmacy, The Boys Car Care Center, Windsor's Farmers Co-op, Windsor Livestock Auction. Got to talk, of course, to Blake Drennan uh, <laughs> last week. He was at the ball game. I'm sure Blake is here today. Uh, Rick's Tire Service and Dole and Haney Law Firm. We want to thank them for coming on board uh, here in the playoff run as well. Doug, have you tracked down some scores yet? I got yet? a score of interest. Right. It is uh, right now in the fourth quarter, East Buchanan, Ooh. the Bulldogs 22, Ooh. and Penny Hornets 12. Wow, interesting score. And that's in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so, that game uh, started at 1 o'clock, yep, so they are a ahead, ahead, of us. ahead of us. So, yeah, that's a big one there, and that's the one we're most concerned about, certainly, because uh, the winner of that game will get the winner of this one next Saturday. but uh, And, of course, uh, Hayti taking on Monroe City. 
up at Monroe City today. And then on the bottom side of that bracket, that's, of course, the other side of the bracket from where Windsor is at. Fayette is taking on Marceline, and we got a score coming in. Oh, my, and a dandy in the fourth quarter, Monroe City 22, Haytie 20. So Monroe City, they are for real trying to pull what would still be an upset there. But, man, that's a... Uh, unbelievable game. You know, that's one of those teams I've been talking about all season long. Yeah. Um, great big big farm boys up north. Yeah. Up there around Palmyra and Monroe City. Oh, and yeah. Man, uh, yep. they're going to show that line. You could walk up, you could take a, a bobcat behind them and. <laughs> You know, and Not going to move them much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember Monroe City. Uh, you know, they had a really good team. It's been four or five years ago. Then they kind of dropped down a little bit, but they're back in the mix. Uh, Marceline is a name. You know, you hear from time to time in Class One. Uh, they have some tradition. Don't typically hear a lot of uh, Fayette. You know, that, that's kind of a new team uh, that's in the final uh, eight this year. So going to be very interesting to see uh, how those other two play out. But it sounds like uh, two of those are very close, down-to-the-wire games, as you would expect. This one very, very close as well. And, man, this should be a, a crazy second half. So 14-8, to Thayer leading here at halftime in a Class 1 quarterfinal round. We'll go ahead and take it back. We'll pause here for another three-minute break. Be back and get you set for second-half action right after this. You're listening to Windsor Greyhound Football on KDKD. The Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be for your livestock sales. With a large livestock auction and 35-plus employees to pre-sort and handle your cattle the correct way, Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be. Cattle sales take place every Wednesday at noon. Sign up for the weekly text alerts by texting CATTLE to 313-131. That's CATTLE to 313-131 to be in the loop for early consignments, stock market reports, special cattle sales, and much more. Don't forget to follow the Windsor Livestock Auction on Facebook. It's always a good time at the Windsor Livestock Auction. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. 
At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. Every farmer needs a co-op they can count on as a key to their operation. Windsor Farmers Co-op is the place to go if you want quality products and quality service. They want to help you with all your feed, chemical, seed, and farm supplies. Their friendly faces and hometown service definitely make them the choice of your neighbors. Located at 500 West Jackson in Windsor, they encourage you to stop in and check out the quality products and services for yourself. Give them a call at 660-647-2117. Welcome back to Thayer, Missouri. It is halftime here with about a minute and a half left before we get things back underway. It's going to be Windsor's ball to start the second half as they deferred from the first. Got a little momentum coming in, Spencer, and so maybe it's going to be a great one. But uh, speaking of momentum, it is Fayette with the win. Oh, Marceline, believe Marceline yeah. with the win over Fayette. We're talking about close games. 21-20 was the final, oh, a one-point final is uh Man, incredible job, and we're going to see uh, a little bit later on if uh, Haytai can uh, come back or if Monroe City, who is number one in the state of Missouri in Class 1, is going to actually take that win. Yeah, I mean, all three of those other quarterfinal games, Doug, are close. So, uh, yeah, that's a crazy finish up there at Marceline uh, with a one-point win for the Tigers. So they advance. They're anxiously awaiting the winner of that Haytai-Monroe City game. Monroe City... Looks like they got a shot to win that game, potentially. Uh, Haytai went in as a favorite, but as you said, that ball game uh, down at Haytai. Uh, so that's a long trip for Monroe City as well. But that's a, uh, two teams there that are just duking it out. Oh, absolutely. Uh, low-scoring games. I, I kind of find that interesting. You know, most of those games are low-scoring because once you get to this point in the season, I think, you know, the defenses – just old-fashioned football. The defenses are kind of ahead of the offenses a little bit, and it's almost in high school football. Uh, the scoring, I think, traditionally goes down a little bit in the playoffs, and, and you see that across the board today uh, with these games in Class 1. You know, I, I'm sure that somewhere in that halftime talk there was the term, you got 24 minutes to live. Just Yeah, that motivation. Yes. And we knew, you know, last week Coach Vinsel got in there, and I think it was a, a stem winder speech in the locker room last week down there to get them fired up. But the difference is today you have eight points on the board. You have some momentum. Uh, you make a big defensive play. You get a touchdown. Uh, you get the ball to start the second half. So those three things are all in uh, Windsor's favor uh, heading into this third quarter. Well, you know, and talking about close games, what about, hey, football fans, Kansas City Chiefs play on Rock 104.9, Truman Lakes home for Kansas for the Chiefs football. Every Monday, tune in at 6 p.m. for Chiefs Kingdom to hear from Andy Reid and key players from last week's game. The Kansas City Chiefs play on Rock 104.9 on your FM radio dial. And if you are uh, can't catch the game live with Spencer and I, then uh, check it out on MyKDKD.com. is Missouri Broadcasters Association best local website for two years in a row. You'll find community news, podcasts, sports, news, and game on demand, local weather, community events, and much more. Add it to your favorites, MyKDKD.com. 
And, uh, you know, while you're uh, going along, we just talked about uh, if you miss the game. And don't forget, hey, Alexa, add the MyKDKD skill. We're everywhere. You want us to be stream 95.3 KDKD, hear local community news, your favorite podcast, and more with my KDKD skill on your Amazon Echo device. Just ask Alexa to add a my KDKD skill. Well, speaking of adding some skill, it's time to come back to football. And Spencer, I'm telling you, this is what we are looking at. The Greyhounds have just got to do what they got to. They've got to make somebody else has got to step up. Um, nothing wrong with Dylan Dalton Witherspoon. He is a tremendous player. But these Bobcats have been watching film and they are keying on thirty. Somebody else has got to step up and let's see if they can make a big play. One score will tie it. If they can get the two point conversion, uh, that'll be the first time they've been ahead all day long. Yeah, you know that's the thing. If there's anybody though that can put on the Superman cape and outrun five guys. It would probably be Dalton Witherspoon. Yeah, you're right. You know, we did see him do that last week in that crazy run. So, you know, it's kind of you have a tendency in big games. You put the game on that kid's back, and and the big-time players make the big-time plays in the big-time games. Yep. So, but you are right in that. Uh, I think they're they're a good enough defense that they're going to say, hey, you've got to make somebody else beat us. We're going to try everything we can. We're going to throw every arrow at the board to try to take 3-0 off uh, of the equation, so to speak, to make him not beat us. So that's where you've got to be ready to go if you're Windsor as we get ready for the second half. Both teams out there, as we get set for the kick, they are kicking into the wind this time to start the third quarter. they got that unorthodox style for kicking off. Yeah, the ball does not set on the tee. They set the ball flat to the side of the tee. And it trying to put a little extra spin on it as they kick off, and it goes right to Dalton Witherspoon as he fields it. That's who you want catching the ball. You know, and they uh, put right him there. up, and I don't think uh, yeah. they are caught that. You're right. Yeah, they that was a very smart move by Coach Vinsel to move uh, one of your best skilled players up, expecting that. And you know, Thayer, they don't hide it. You know, they're going to kick that ball on the ground short and make it <laughs> tough to field every time. So here we go for the first drive of the second half. 14-8, Windsor has not led in this game, and this one eerily similar to this unbelievable game down here that we had a year ago in the semifinal between these two teams as uh, Windsor goes on first down and 10 up the middle to Dalton Witherspoon. Of course, a block field goal in that one last year, and that really was the state championship game yeah. uh, last year between these two teams. Uh, Windsor, of course, rolled over mid-buck in the state final, and those two teams a year ago left it all on this same field, and we may have more drama here today. What uh, will happen, and how will this one shake out? So second down and three for Windsor. Ball at the Thayer 49. Slot back to the left is Craig. Handoff inside goes back to Dalton Witherspoon, looking for the corner. He's and has first down. Got it. As he gets to the Thayer 45, so gain of five, only needed three. And that chain gang will head on down the field. But the field position battle, Doug, has affected this game. Those three, I think back to those three short punts from Thayer, you can only do that for so long against Windsor. You you know, you can only give them a short field before they burn you. And they go to the ground on first and ten. Handoff J.J. Hall on the jet sweep. Hit at the 45 and drop. No gain on the play. That is an excellent tackle by Mark Spencer, the sophomore corner comes up and makes a perfect one-on-one play. He got right to the line of scrimmage, and then Spencer took him down. 
Brings up second and ten for Windsor. Ball setting now on the left hash at the Thayer 45. 10.50 left to go in the third quarter. Pretty quick halftime as well. Didn't really feel like they put the three minutes, the additional three minutes on the board, Doug, but I assume they did. They did. We were talking. We were just jabbering as (laughs) usual. Four wide receivers. Option pitch to the right. Dylan pitches it off to Dalton, and he's across the 45 to the Thayer 40, so we'll get a few. But not a lot. Man, they're going to mark that short. Yeah, not the best spot, but they're stringing that outside play out all day. Those toss sweeps and pitches and jet sweeps have just not been there today for Windsor. So third down seven coming up for Coach Bensel's team. Ball at the 42 of Thayer on the right hash mark. Four wide receiver set. Thayer showing a little more pressure now. They're bringing those linebackers up. They've got three down linemen, but they're showing maybe a five, six-man rush here. Now they drop two of those guys out of there. So they bring four, handoff inside, and nothing for Dalton in the interior as they stuff that immediately. And now decision time for Coach Vinsel. Fourth down five. and five at the Thayer 40. And Coach Vinsel went for the last three fourth downs. Oh, and he's going to call off the offense. Yeah, he's going to punt, it looks like. Well, the thing is that you can pin them back right. deep. Yeah, and we've seen Dalton do that perfectly earlier in this game. So I think a very good move by Coach Vinsel. Very early in the second half. You're Again, you're only down one score. Oh, and they run a fake. They're going to direct snap it to Dalton. He's to the 40, turns the corner, and I think he's got it. As yep. he gets up over the 35, Oh, mercy. <laughs> oh, they gamble, and it pays off first down as Windsor fakes the punt up around midfield, and it pays off first down. Wow. Oh, man. Talk about a gutsy call. No question about it. And, man, they had it well blocked, and really nobody got a hand on him. He turned that corner untouched and a huge play. So Windsor back out there, first down and 10 at the Thayer 31. Direct snap right side going to Dillon. Gets around the edge, has the 30 really? to the 25. Nice pickup. Yep. Give him about six. Absolutely. He just followed his blockers, including the 30 of Wither, uh, Dalton. And um, Dalton with a great block on the outside to let him get a few more yards. Second down and two. And that's that great unselfishness from Dalton. You know, he's the star, gets a lot of the praise, the handoffs, the touchdowns, but he does not hesitate to block for his teammates out there either. Oh, and a fumble. Oh, Dylan hands it off, and Dalton a rare fumble, but fortunately falls on it. Oh, a near disaster as uh, Kyron Magnuson for Thayer almost recovered that ball. And, man, you don't see that very often. Dalton was not hit. That ball, he just never had it when he went to secure it. I think that was just a miscue on the handoff. Yep. Somebody didn't get it in the right spot or, or whatever. But uh, either way, it was, man, they're lucky they only lost a couple of y- a yards. Oh, yeah, for sure. So third down and four. Ball at the Thayer 27. 8.39 to go in the third. Windsor down 14-8. to Hand off inside. Back to Dillon. Or, excuse me, Dalton. And he is stopped. So not much on that play as Willison and Brendan Bigger bring him down. There's a good football name for you for a defensive lineman. <laughs> I saw that. Bigger. In the middle, bigger, uh, yeah, bigger in the middle of that line is uh, bottling things up today. So fourth down and two, and they go for it. Direct snap inside. Oh, it's going to be oh, close. Oh, very close. As Dalton, he pounds the ball down on the field. I don't think he oh. thinks he got it. 
Man down on the play. And, yeah, uh, Thayer Bobcat slow to get up after the hit, and he is hobbling. Oh, and oh, that's, that's, a quarterback. that's Pitts. Yeah, yeah, that's Landry Pitts, the quarterback, who we thought was shaken up earlier. Oh, and they call him short. He is stopped short by inches on fourth down and two. Oh, wow, but this may be bittersweet here for Thayer because Pitts, he is still hobbling. He is hobbling big time out there. Trying so, to shake that off. Yeah. Oh, man. So he made the hit, but he came up injured out of it. And, boy, wouldn't this be something, Doug. We saw him at the end of that first quarter. He took the big hit from Caleb Eaton, got up wobbly, but he's trying to show that toughness, and uh, Coach Weber is going to let him stay out there as he hobbles up to the line. So Thayer's defense holds. It looked like they were going to bring out the chain game. Yeah, I, I thought they were. Oh, and now the officials are calling an yep. official timeout. Oh, and they're they going to measure this now after they've already signaled possession, though, for Thayer? Well, I don't know if they – you don't ever really see that <laughs> at all. Venso on the other side is going, what? Yeah, so I'm not sure – Oh, my gosh, they're going to actually they're going to measure this now after they signaled Thayer Ball. Yeah, I don't know that you can do that. I don't either. Well, Quick, just... call Kevin LeFevre. Yeah. Kevin, if you're listening, send us a text on the rule on that because I've never seen this. But he's obviously short. Well, and the yeah. thing is, he wasn't that well, short. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that's odd. But, yeah, they clearly – I mean, it was the right spot. I, I'm not arguing the spot. I think he was clearly short, but it's like – well, I think they, they moved. I actually think they, they moved the chains. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, that's very odd. They gave the ball to Thayer. Then they said, "Well, we'll we will measure," even though he clearly was short. I mean, I've seen him measure for a lot less than that. But after all that, Thayer now will get the ball. But I guess they could at least say, "Well, we measured," and and makes Windsor feel, I guess, sort of better in yeah, that situation. They, they had a play earlier that yeah. was even closer than that. They did right. measure on so. exactly. Yeah, so Thayer. Stands up, and now they hand off here off the left side, and that's going to be Grimes with not much on the carry. Takes it out to the 30-yard line. So a big opportunity for Windsor. Again, good field position. Well, and your but not able to, still hobbling. Still hobbling. Yeah, this is going to be something to watch with uh, Landry Pitts, the senior quarterback for Thayer. So second down and four. For the Bobcats, ball at their own 30, 7.27 to go in what has been a very quickly moving third quarter. Still 14-8 Thayer. They go up under center, Pitts with two backs in the backfield, takes the handoff, and he'll give it off to the big guy, Willison. That should be a first down. Yep, should be. Or check that. that is, oh, that's Griffin Willison, the other Willison brother, not Jackson, who's had most of the carries today. And that will be a first down, so that will give him five out to the 30 four and that'll move the change for the Bobcats with the clock now dipping under seven minutes to go in the third quarter as a drama building in this one you, you just wow. get the sense boy this is coming down to the literally probably the final possession like it did last year on what was an unbelievable blocked potential game-winning field goal Windsor came out of here with the 14 to 12 win and here we are almost in a similar situation under center, Pitts hands off. This will be Jackson Wilson. He's got a hole. First down and more. Out up over the 45 to the 50. And, well, they're going to give him the 50. Thought it looked like he had maybe two yards into Windsor territory, but still a first down run. Gain of 20 yards on the play. And the Bobcats 
get their fans fired up. A lot of folks out here today, of course, for this quarterfinal matchup. And new set of downs for Thayer with the ball setting on that left hash mark right at midfield, coming up on the six-minute mark. And, boy, Thayer chewing up a lot of clock on this drive. As they break the huddle, it's been mainly run, too. Have not seen him throw a pass on this drive. Thayer has only attempted five passes today, and Windsor's only attempted seven. As they hand off inside, this will be Jackson Willison and not much. Marshall Mankini behind the <laughs> yeah. line just stuffed him in. Stuffed him in the middle. We've seen Marshall do that all year, and that's a huge play to make it a second down and eight. Ball at the Windsor 48-yard line. Field position battle is kind of evened out now. You know, both teams have uh, had the ball pretty consistently on both sides uh, of the field against either side's defense. I think that advantage maybe has slid a little bit Windsor's way in terms of field position. But Thayer, and this is where you got to watch this quick pop pass. You know, they kind of make you think run. They go full house backfield. They will hand it off. Back to Jackson Willison in a nice lane for him up over the Windsor 45. They have found a tremendous hole yes, they right have. there over the uh, right side of that line. And um, I, Marshall's on the other side, and I know that's why they don't run over there. But right. uh, they have, it's un, unreal because 52 is uh, Cole Hess, and he uh, usually pretty good at stopping that. Yes, having to make a big play. And that's where that pressure, as you said very well, Doug, is put on that weak side of Eaton, Hess, and Terry because they do run away from Mankiti if they can most of the time. So would I. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Obvious situation there for sure, and that's where those Windsor guys, though, on that other side of the line are good enough to make those plays. Third down and one, and there goes Willison. As Doug said, they oh, oh, the ball came out, but he was down. Yeah, they – they ruled him down, but Doug said they've got something working. They've got a hole on that right side. Willison, that's the third time he's popped that one through. That's a gain of 12 for first down yardage. I don't know. I, the only thing I can think is they're following the fullback through that hole. Yeah, it, it's it's not a fancy situation. You follow that fullback, and then you uh, the fullback goes just to the right of that right tackle. So you got two guys blocking that same gap, and that's blowing that open. So first down and 10 for Thayer. And they got uh, some rhythm on this drive, chewing up clock as well, as we're coming up on the four-minute mark here in the third quarter. Bobcats still on top, 14-8. to eight. They've never trailed in the game. Well, now, if you look on that lineup, Marshall Mankiti has just traded places with Parker Craig on yeah, the line. They're going to make them try to maybe run to that side, but it is just a double tight set, three backs. This is the old wishbone formation. They're going to motion the fullback. They give it off left tackle, but Willison cuts back to the right and gets up over the 30, give him about the 26, so still six yards, but he's getting five, six yards a pop on this drive. Mankini with a stop, though. He came yeah. down on top of the running back. That's yeah. you know That'll make you sore the next morning. Absolutely. So the Windsor D-line, which had played better in that second quarter, getting moved around a little bit on this drive, second down and six. Coming up here for the Bobcats, ball setting on the Windsor 27-yard line, 3.18 to go, haven't had... Any points yet here in the third? Well, Coleman Fowler coming out. Now he's going to take that uh, nose tackle position. They come back up under center. Pitts, who had kind of limped around, looks to be moving a little better now. They go back to Jackson Willison. He breaks it free off the left side. There he goes. 20, 10, down to the 5. Tries to stretch it out, but he's going to be short of the goal line. 
by about a yard. And there's, oh boy, he knocked the pylon down. But they must have said his knee was down before he hit the pylon because I think by rule, if you hit that pylon with the ball, that's a touchdown. But the knee must have hit, but he's down to the one. Yeah, he came up just short. Yeah, so first down and goal to go. The Bobcats trying to take a two-touchdown lead. They are knocking on the door. This has been an impressive drive all on the ground and has taken off about six minutes of this third quarter. We're down to 234 left to go. Well, they're getting down to the point where the clock is not going to be a fan or a friend to the Greyhounds. That is right. So they come up under center. They're just going to stay with what has worked. Quarterback sneak, pits right in behind the center, and no signal. And there it is, signal for the touchdown. He just barely got in, not by much. And a big, big drive for the Bobcats. They take a good chunk off that clock, and they lead it now 20-8. to That is a big touchdown late in the third at 219 to go. And man, that was a heavy dose of uh, Jackson Willison there and finished off by Pitts. So Pitts, the first Thayer Bobcat other than Willison to score a touchdown today. Jackson had the other two, and now they go for a big two point conversion. Three backs in the backfield. Pitts, play fake. Oh, he gets trapped behind his own guy. Oh, but he bounces out of it around the pile and scores. Oh, man, they had that play dead to rights. But he he ran into his own man, Doug, and then he bounced it out and found an open lane. Man, I tell you what, when it rains, it pours. That's right. And uh, unfortunately, that's good, great luck for Thayer, but not so much for uh, uh, Windsor. And Windsor, uh, you didn't see it on the touchdown. I don't know if you saw it or not. But uh, on the far right side of that thing, it was – Peyton Witherspoon and uh, Rowan Spencer having a big battle, and uh, one they hit each other pretty hard. They were they were serious about it. So now the pressure is on the Windsor Greyhound offense as they trail it, twenty-two to eight, two nineteen to go here in the third. We'll take a thirty-second break. Back with the kick after this. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. Spencer Edwards, Doug Neff back in there as we have 219 on the clock in this third quarter. Just had our first touchdown of the second half. Landry Pitts from a yard out takes it in on the sneak, and then they get the two-point conversion. Oh, and they kicked the ball short. Didn't go 10 yards. Oh, and it hit at about the 48. Yep, and they are going to call it Windsor Ball at the 43. So that's yep. a botched short kick by Thayer, nowhere near 10 yards, and you give Windsor the ball deep and I think in your own side. That had to do with the fact that Dalton Witherspoon was set up on the other side where he was before. Right, yep, that's a very good point, and so they kick it away from him, but it still didn't pay off, and now the Greyhounds, boy, you really need a touchdown here. Pressure is on the defending state champs trying to stay alive, but now in a battle down 22-8 here late in the third. They roll out right, option pitch. Dylan pitches it off to Dalton, angling right, and they force him out of bounds. They have taken that toss away, Doug, all day. They have defended it perfectly. That was Jackson Willison, the linebacker, staying at home, forcing him out. 
again, we were talking about, they're keying on 30. Absolutely keying on 30. And you've got to hit some misdirections and find somebody else to step up for these Greyhounds if they're going to be coming back in this ballgame. That is a loss of four. So a huge play for Thayer. Second down and 14 for Windsor. Ball at the Thayer 47. Out of the shotgun, back to pass. Dylan looking over the middle. It's a screen. Pass is caught, but they have this stopped. I mean, they're they are staying in their lanes perfectly. Caleb Eaton made the catch, but nowhere to go after the catch. Yeah, he, they, he, but it's right in the center of that uh, Thayer line again. And I know they're trying to hammer around and get those guys out of position, but they're holding their blocks. They're holding their positions really good. Austin Green making a big tackle that time for the Bobcats. And now Windsor in a tough spot, third down and 14 at the Thayer 47. 135 left to go in the third quarter. And Thayer with a three-man front. That three-man front has been unbelievable. They've gotten pressure with that all day as they run the option this time to the left. Dylan pitches it late to Dalton, turns the corner up over the 40. Uh, he's going to be real close. Oh, boy, Doug. This is going to be another close one up over the I 35. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. This is right down. Oh, yep, yep they gave it to him. Didn't measure that one. <laughs> that one was way closer than the the uh, – Last measurement we had, so that's a big play for Windsor as they convert on a third and long. It's now first down and ten. Greyhounds possibly in a must-score situation, down two scores with 120 to go in the third. End around jet sweep, handoff, Peyton hands off to Dylan, turns the corner. Oh, he breaks the tackle at the 20, 15, He's in. Five, touchdown, Windsor, the comeback kids. And it's 22-14. Just talking about the fact they have got to get a quick score. What do they do? They went out and got a quick score. And somebody, they run that, as you've been saying, Doug, all day other than Dalton. You go to a different guy. You put Peyton at quarterback, which I was about to say, we haven't seen Peyton play quarterback today. We saw them do that last week at Skyline. So they moved Peyton at quarterback. He then can move Dylan to the slot. And then Dylan coming around the slot. Takes the handoff and rumbles 30 yards to pay dirt, and Windsor has cut it back to 22 to 14. 112 to go in the third. Now a big two-point conversion. Swinging gate, direct snap to Dylan, and he is in. Two-point conversion is good. The Windsor sideline fired up, <laughs> and these Greyhounds. I tell you what, folks, you just can't put them away. You just can't put them away easily, and it's a one-score game as it's back to 22-16. 112 to go in the third quarter, and folks, fasten the seatbelts because we're headed to a crazy fourth quarter. That was a must-score drive, and Windsor able to get a touchdown out of it. We'll take a 30-second timeout. Back with a kick after this. At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. Just had an explosive run. Dylan Witherspoon with the second Windsor touchdown of the day, 30 yards around the end as he took the handoff from his younger brother, Peyton. So Dalton and Dylan with the the two scores today for Windsor, and we have a 22-16 ball game. Windsor fighting back again late here in the third quarter. 
One twelve to go, and now Windsor will kick off. They're going to kick oh. it. Oh, and it hits Landry Pitts right in the helmet. <laughs> Hit him right square in the helmet, and he falls on that ball. That was a rocket coming right at him and falls on it at the 36. You know, that poor quarterback oh, has got to be thinking, yeah. I'm somewhere where they can't get me now. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. I mean, Landry Pitts, the kid has taken a beating today, but he has hung in there, took a sack, uh, hit Dalton Witherspoon and made a big tackle and, and came up gimpy but is hung in there and then takes one right off that helmet and hangs in there. He's still a little bit. Yeah, he's not 100%. No. Not 100%. But all he's had to do has been hand off in this third quarter, and he's going to hand off here on first down and nothing for Jackson Willison as that is Dusty Johnson making a nice stop up front. So now that Windsor defensive line tightening up a little bit. They let Thayer go 70 yards on the last drive for a touchdown, all on the ground. And this is where Coach Vince will say, hey, guys, dig deep. No more of this ground attack in between the tackles. Yeah, this time. But this time they tried to go over the right side of that line, and there was no going. Marshall's over there, and, I mean, the big boys are in the house. Under a minute now here in the third quarter, second down and nine for Thayer at their own 38 under center. Full house backfield. They go back to Willison. Right side got a hole up over the 45 to midfield. That's a first down. Gain of 17 to move the sticks. That'll stop the clock with 44.9 left here in the third. Spence, they had a hole you could drive a Mack truck through. Yeah, yeah, that right side, that's been the problem area today for Windsor. They're double blocking that hole, and it's it's just wide open. And Willison's too good of a running back. You just cannot give him that much space. So they set the chains. They'll roll the clock with 33 seconds to go here in the third quarter, and we are in a quarterfinal Battle to the finish, as we expected. One score game as a handoff pits up the middle. Willison churns his way into Windsor territory up over the 45. He'll go down to the Windsor 43. He'll be three yards short of the first down, and that looks to be the final play of the third quarter down to nine seconds, and Thayer will take it to the fourth. So with the season on the line, 22-16, to 16, Windsor trying to come from behind here in the final stanza, 12 minutes to go. We'll be back in 60 with the fourth after this on KDKD. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. And welcome back to Thayer, third and fourth, or fourth and final quarter, excuse me, uh, for the quarterfinal from right here, Doug Neff and Spencer Edwards on the call from Thayer, Missouri. It is 12 minutes left to play, 22-16 in favor of the Thayer Bobcats. Uh, the second down and call it four for Thayer. Uh, long four, short five as they are in Windsor Territory. It is under center. The 10, that is Pitts. Pitts hands off. 
and a first down and a little bit more for the Bobcats. Yep, there, there's just staying with what works, Doug. They're going to stay with their horse, you know, Jackson Willison, and, and kind of put this game on his back. Thayer has only attempted five passes all day. They have not thrown a single pass here in the second quarter. This is or second half, I should say. This has been all on the ground. So the Windsor D line, they just have to dig deep right now. Uh, but you don't, you know, you can't overplay too much. You just don't want that pop pass. They've tried that a couple of times today, and that's where you just keep those middle linebackers alert. But stop the run first. You've either got to force a stop yep. and fourth down, or you've got to force a force turnover. a turnover. Yes, sir. Yeah, and Windsor has forced one today. It is Hicks up to the line, or Pitts up to the line. He hands off, and again they're going to keep it on the ground, and they're doing fine on that ground attack. That is the two of Jackson Willison. Yeah, Willison. He's used to carrying a ball, you know, 40, 50 times, and he's approaching that today. Wow. A young, young man's had a lot of carries. Uh, he has two of their touchdowns today. So, Windsor, they've got to prove that they can stop that play, and this is where you get into this fourth quarter and the clock becomes a factor, and this is where if you run this ball effectively, which Thayer is doing right now, this puts that big pressure on the Windsor D. Second and five for the Bobcats. The ball on the 33-yard line. Now Pitts under center. Three men in the backfield. One man in motion. Comes up, hands it off. Final guy through. That is the two of Willison. Once again, he gets up. He's going to be close to that first down marker. Very close, and we'll see on the spot. Oh, and we nope. got a Windsor Windsor player down. 21? Uh, no, nope, 57. 57. Yeah, that's Corbin Terry. Slow to get up. Coach McKnight out there checking on him. Oh, and Corbin, boy, he's a tough young man, and he wants to stay in there. He's hobbling, but they may have to change him out. And we know, you know, Windsor has great depth on their defensive line, but Corbin, he, you know, he's fighting it, trying to stay in there. Mankini on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, they bring Marshall out, and now, yeah, Corbin's going to stay on that right side. So that's going to be something to watch. Uh, Doug, you found us those scores, two big scores to report from the other quarterfinal game. Haytai hangs on. They defeat Monroe City 26-22, so they will play Marceline next Saturday in the first semifinal. And then East Buck defeats Penny 24-22 today. So East Buck awaiting the winner of this one. It is Willison once again still on his feet. Oh, He is not brought down. He is finally brought down by 35. That is uh, Dylan White. Oh, mercy. He spun out of that tackle. And, man, that was one missed tackle away from a touchdown. I mean, right now they can't bring Willison down. I mean, he's... Lauren to boom. The kid is not tall. I mean, he's low to the ground. He's kind of their version of a bowling ball. And But their line, you know, Doug, their line is not big, but they block so well. Absolutely. I mean, for smaller uh, linemen, they do what you're supposed to do when you give up size, and that's you use your feet. You use your footwork, and that's how you gain an advantage. It's called leverage, yep. and they are getting leverage right now. It's just that simple up on Windsor's D-line. They're playing underneath the pads of Windsor's D-line, and they're moving them. And, and Windsor doesn't have an answer right now uh, stopping this run. We've talked about that with the Clinton games this year. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that uh, when you're yep. smaller, you got to move the line or, or force them through. Willison once again this time. Oh, he's going to be close. Well, how many close uh, third downs today, Doug, have we seen? Oh, but they're, nope, they're, he moved the chains. they're going right after those chains and moving them down. 
And, man, they're milking this clock. I mean, it's the same story yep. on this drive. I mean, what are we at here? Four. They've taken off four or five minutes already. I mean, we're down to 840. They had the ball to start the fourth quarter on this drive, and they're taking – I mean, we're here we are halfway through the fourth quarter. Yeah, short field, though, as it was a uh, turnover on quarters. But, man, uh, it's <laughs> – yeah, they are taking it down and, and burning some time. They're going to burn four minutes off this before they do much of anything. Yeah, and they're using the play clock, too. I mean, they're using the, the play clock and taking it down. So this is old-fashioned. You know, you don't want to call it stalling, but it, it's just keep away, you know, because Windsor cannot stop the run. It is Willison once again. He gets up. He's get yardage. Uh, gain of about four oh. as the flag flies this time. Oh, no, and I'm afraid, Doug, we got there. a little yeah, a little frustration. I'm afraid we may have an unsportsmanlike. Uh, I think I saw one of the Windsor kids got a little frustrated after the play and may have said something, so here we go. Yeah, dead ball, personal foul on Windsor. Yep. Oh, boy. That's not good. Not good at all at and a cr- critical time. You know, Coach Vince was like, Boys, you're just costing yourself. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's not good. I mean, that's a huge penalty because that takes it down. Uh, I don't think they had 15 yards. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's going to make it first and goal. I mean, that's a killer. That is an absolute killer. Not her, not sure who they got on that, but there there was some frustration, so that takes it down to the four-yard line. And it's on the five, yep. on the, uh, yeah. Actually, on the five, but still first and goal to go. Man, that's a costly oh, penalty. Oh, boy, that's, that's not not good, not good. And you just, you know, it's hard. It's hard. These are high school kids, but you have to maintain your composure. I mean, you just cannot. And, and, and you know Windsor's frustrated. They're not used to being pushed around like this, but that's the frustration. That's where a running game all day pounding on you, pounding on you. You know, it takes its toll. They and, take that back to the eight-yard line now. Okay, so they did. And you said it. They were marking on yeah, uh, like, you. Like, it went a little more than 15, yeah. So, but it's still first and goal, so it still hurts. It still definitely hurts. But here's where Windsor's D, you know, they got to dig down. You know, they got to dig down deep here and get a stop. They got to stop that run. It was handoff once again, Willison, and a good stop this time. Yeah, that's an excellent tackle. Who is that? That's, is that Dusty? Yeah, I think 50, so. 57. Oh, that's Corbin. Man, God bless Corbin. I mean, he's out there hurt. I mean, you can tell. He is playing through an injury, and he still got down there and made that tackle. I mean, that's a gutsy play. From Corbin Terry. Gain of two on that, so second down goal to go from the six-yard line. It is going to be there, and again, they're just milking that clock. Yeah, they are. They're going to be under seven minutes. Yeah, and they've got Windsor right where they want them. I mean, this is where this clock is now becoming a factor, and Coach Vinsel over there, he's saying, dig down, guys, dig down. He's really trying to motivate them. But this is tough. I mean, you've been run downhill on all day, and now you've got to come up with a stop deep in front of the goal line. Yeah, but, boy, if you can stop them here, the momentum has got to be a big swing. Of course, you're going to be on the one. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I was about to say, you're going to have to go, you know, 99 yards, and the clock will be a factor, so it's not going to be easy. And, you know, you'd have to have a touchdown and a two. You know, that's the thing. That's the big thing about the two-point conversion. So this is this is a tough spot. You know, Thayer's got the clock in their favor. They've got the field position in their favor. Uh, they've got the running game still working. And they're right on the doorstep here, third and goal. Third down, goal to go from the one-yard line. They'll be right around six minutes to play when they snap this next ball. It is Thayer steps up under center as they come up, hands off in the air, and they stopped it. 
<laughs> he tried. Wilson he tried, tried to, to jump it. Yeah, he tried to hurdle five defenders, and the Windsor guys were having none of it. As Dylan White, I think one of the initial defenders, and I don't know what Willison's thinking there because he jumped way too soon. I mean, he was not close enough to the goal line to try a hurdle in that situation. <laughs> and not, think, it's dangerous too. I, I mean, think Marshall Mankiti actually caught it. Yeah, I do too. And I, you know, that's very dangerous because the ball could have popped out yeah. on that. So I mean, Thayer is very fortunate. That that didn't lead in disaster, but here we go, Doug Neff. Fourth and goal at the one. This may be the game right here. I still think they lost about a yard on that, so it's one and a half. As they come up, it is Pitts under center. And oh, did movement we get a- on the line. Now, oh. which way did it go? Oh, we got, oh, there. Ball start, it's yeah. going to go against there. Oh, going to move man. back five yards. Oh, and that's huge. That's huge. Every yard counts at this point. Every yep. yard. I mean, that's huge. That's yep. a major blunder for Thayer. And Coach Vinsel, he is fired up coming on the field. He knows. He knows how big that is. A timeout called by Thayer. And now the only thing is that's going to give him room to work, though, on this far side but, as they go down. Yeah, it does. But I'll take that any day of the week because you've been hammered on with this running game. So to take them from the one to, gosh, it's hard to see the markers on this field. It's a six. It's a six. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's huge. That's huge. That's a five, six-yard difference. Every yard counts in that situation, and, and that could be a major major blunder for Thayer because now you almost wonder do they stay with the run you know do they have the confidence to run on fourth and goal at the six you know honestly I think you stay with the run for two reasons okay it's been effective so far they haven't been able to stop it true and b uh you don't have to worry about coughing up the ball on interception and running at 99 yards back right yeah very good points and and you give the field position so that's right you you know if you're stopped even if you're stopped you got 99 yards you you still give Windsor a long field but man you I mean, you know Thayer thinks they score here, game's over. Oh, yeah. Game's over. So that's where taking them off the one-yard line where a sneak could work or Willison could pound. That's huge. Now, if it was me, honestly, at this point, if I had a kicker, I'd go for the field goal and put it over the points because right now you're within six. Good point, too. Yeah, this is where not having a field goal kicker hurts you. And, boy, did we ever wonder if field goals, (laughs) the ghost of uh, years past, would come into play and – it may have again. Yeah, they're gonna it's, go. They're gonna go for it. It's not going to. They're gonna go for that fourth down. Oh man! Under Huge. center, takes the snap. Oh pass. Oh, oh, bootleg. This is back there. He stopped. Oh man! Oh, right it is the goal Witherspoon. Line. Dylan Witherspoon takes him down. Oh right! Literally about the three, two and a half yard line. That's a one-on-one tackle. Absolutely. One-on-one tackle. Dylan had to make that. Otherwise, Pitts is probably in the end zone, and he makes the stop. So yeah, they nobody else over there with him. Oh, no. No, he was in. Yeah, he was in, no <laughs> doubt. And Thayer lets Windsor off the hook with a costly penalty right on the goal line, and Windsor now 99 yards with 5.03 to go in the game. Can they do it? It is Dylan Witherspoon with the ball, going to bring it out of the shadow of the end zone. He's not going to get a whole lot if he does. He's trying to get out of bounds and get that clock stopped, but did not do it. Going to be second down, and he got back to the line of scrimmage. Second down and 10 for the uh, Greyhounds. Yeah, Rowan Spencer making a nice play again there for Thayer. Bootleg rollout. You know, I mean, Windsor, 
Windsor does not have the deep threat today at all. I mean, you can just probably, of course, I'll say that, and they'll throw a 90-yard yeah, bomb. I was going to say. But I'm telling you, Thayer has taken that away. So the question becomes, are you going to stick with that outside run at this point and try that? Because Thayer's done that so well. I mean, the play-calling options are limited for Windsor, backed up like this with the game on the line. I still think you have to go to the air, but they're going to probably prove me wrong. Oh. It is Witherspoon. Oh. Dalton with the carry. He is brought down at the line of scrimmage. Maybe a little bit past. It's going to be a loss of two oh. on that. So third down and 12. They've been doing this all day long, getting them in third and long and making them pay. And Douglas, he was, I mean, very close to getting oh, yeah. hitting the end zone. In the end he, zone. he was almost hit for a safety. He just barely got out of there. So now tough spot, third and 13 from your own two-yard line. Option. Option to Witherspoon. Dalton with the ball. He's trying to make some up yard. Cannot so far. And a host of Bobcats have stopped him. But he is going to be within fourth and manageable this time. Yeah, man, this Oh, this is a, a this big, is the ball game yeah. Right this now. is probably it, and I don't know. I mean, gosh, with the clock, I think you got to go. I mean, it, with, oh, the, with the clock at three minutes, you're deep in your own territory. But yeah, I, I think this is the right call. Fourth and five, you really have to go for it. And this is probably it, as you said. Witherspoon once again. He's going to be brought down short. Yeah, well short. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, there he... is celebrating on the field. Wow. Three minutes left to play. They get the ball back deep in in Windsor territory. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, just straight handoff there. I mean, they went straight handoff to Dalton, and they had it. I mean, that was that right off tackle play. They had him stopped. Uh, and it, it was easily three yards short. So Thayer's defense comes up big. But, you know, I don't know. It, it's so hard. I mean, I agree with the call. But I, you wonder if, if Coach Vinsel thinks about that, you know, with the field position. You know, that's the only drawback is now Thayer gets the ball, but your defense can still stand up here one more time. It is Willison once again now for the Bobcats. He gets a gain of about about five so it's going to be second down five for the bobcats they can get a first down without getting the touchdown yeah eric simmer the kid that made the tackle on that last play for thayer i mean you just got to tip your cap you meet 3-0 in the hole it you know usually dalton wins that but thayer today they have made tackles i mean they have not missed tackles they've been in position they haven't overrun plays and that's the difference. I mean, you've, you've been able to contain Windsor to just 16 points at this point in the game. You've, you've pretty much been able to manage the field position battle. But here's where you don't want to get too conservative. I mean, if you're Thayer, you, you burn clock, but you don't want Windsor to get the ball back. Still, you need the two-yard line for the first down. Again, even if you keep them deep, they're going to be deep right. with no time. Right. It is Willison. Tries the line, cannot make anything. This time gets back maybe a maybe one, but it's going to be third down and about five to go for that first down. Yeah, and here's now where the clock management comes into play for Windsor. This is where Coach Vinsel he's going to go ahead and take his first time out here. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, right, and but the trick is if you do get the ball back, you want to still have at least a timeout because you've got to go the length of the field. So that's the question here. How do you play this? You know, Thayer obviously is going to want to make Windsor take the final two timeouts, but you want at least one timeout, if you can, in your back pocket for Windsor. So 
you know, two more plays. Windsor, I mean, this is such a tough position, but here we go, third and goal at the five. Uh, you know you'll have to stop them at least one more time. But, uh, man, Thayer's defense, I mean, you just got to tip your cap. Old-fashioned. They've done it with defense and their running game. Uh, they've controlled the time of possession uh, in the second half. But Windsor today, Doug, boy, they've had short fields, but they just could not take advantage of them because of Thayer's defense. And, of course, you are listening to High School Football Action on 95.3 KDKD Clinton, Missouri, a Rafford Communications station uh, right here. Harley back in studio. <laughs> we got about two minutes, Harley. I, I swear it's going to be a little bit longer, but uh, we're trying to wrap this up. Uh, here and uh, hopefully. Oh, on you mean the you don't want side. overtime? You don't oh, want to... <laughs> I don't think you can get overtime. Oh, well, yeah. I guess if we, you if we yeah. have overtime between these two teams, boy, you talk about drama. How, how could you get any more drama? You think back to last year, and this game, you know, has been different uh, in the sense of last year's, but we've had still kind of the same level of drama. But uh, yeah, two more plays. I mean, Windsor's got to find a way to get a stop, try to get the ball back. You're hoping with at least a minute to go. Pitch out to Willison over to the end. He's got the touchdown. Yep, that's it. Yep. No, there's a flag on the play. Yeah, but this may be unsportsmanlike. I was going to say, that's either a face mask or unsportsmanlike. We're going to find out. I don't think he got in. I haven't seen indication yet. No, they signaled touchdown. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they signaled touchdown. He was clearly in. The question is this penalty, and I'm thinking it's probably not a hole. This may be some frustration. And, yeah, they're talking to Pitts, the white hat, talking to the uh, Thayer quarterback. So this is obviously going to be on Windsor. Uh, touchdown touchdown. Is, is good. And dead ball, yeah, personal foul, personal foul yeah, yeah, on Windsor. Windsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's just frustration. I mean, Thayer uh, is going to take down the defending state champs. And, I mean, it, it finally hits you now with that touchdown. But, I mean, that's such a fitting way for Thayer to win this game, isn't it, with Jackson Willison. He's done it all day. He has been the workhorse oh, all day long. Oh, my gosh. Has he ever? I mean, that's uh, his third rushing touchdown of the day. He's easily got over 100 yards, even though he hasn't popped long runs. He's just been consistent all day. He's got the two-point conversion. It is good. 30-16 to 16 is your score from here in Thayer, Missouri. We're going to take a 60-second timeout, come back with the final of this game. Uh, you're listening to High School Football Action on KDKD. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance is committed to protecting your dream home so that your family has a place to share laughs, celebrations, and milestones. Which is why their new homeowner discount rewards customers who have purchased a new home in the last three years with a discount on their homeowner's policy. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Discount and savings amounts and eligibility will vary. Some restrictions apply. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs and welcome back to thayer missouri 157 left to play in this game doug neff spencer edwards with the call from thayer missouri they're up the bobcats up by 14 but it is going to be they're going to be kicking off to 
Yeah, they enforced that penalty, Doug, yeah, on the say. kick. Yeah, that's, yeah, so that's why they're kicking off on the <laughs> Windsor 45 because that uh, unsportsmanlike was assessed. 15-yard penalty. Exactly, on the kick. Hey, he actually had that up on T. It is the three of Dylan Witherspoon. Witherspoon run. He is brought down this time by the seven of Eric Simmer. Yeah, Simmer, the kid who made that huge tackle on that fourth down that Windsor went for deep in their own territory. But, yeah, it, it's tough, but it's set in uh, right now. And, you know, even with two timeouts left, there's just not enough time. I mean, there's just not enough time for Windsor uh, to come back at this point. You have got to open this up, though. You've got to go over the top. Oh, they'll take shots. Yeah, you, you just get a quick score, the only possible way, quick score, two-point conversion, and then an onside kick. It is complete to 21, Peyton Witherspoon. Witherspoon down at the 45-yard line. A great pass and catch by him and with, and uh, Dylan. Witherspoon, oh, okay. I thought he looked hurt for a second. Yeah, and he, he is. is. Yeah, he yep. is hurt. He, he is, is hurt. That was a great throw by uh, Dylan Witherspoon What's to the him. Penalty flag. Yeah, that's odd. They threw that right as Peyton went down. So I don't know. I mean, the kid's hurt. So I don't know if that would be assessed on Windsor. Something was said down there, and I think that's what it is. And I think it was Dylan Witherspoon said something to the referee. Yeah, possibly. Coach Vinsel and Coach McKnight out on the field checking on Peyton. And I think, I don't know if Peyton came down on his knee on that. It's, it's hard to tell, but, man, it was a great catch. I mean, great effort. He looked like he was double over. I don't know if he got hit yeah. um, on that uh, when he caught the ball or what. He's going off on his own, and that's a good sign. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is getting ugly, Doug. Another flag thrown. And that's just, Dalton. This yeah, time. this is just frustration for Windsor. I mean, they're, they've let the frustration take over here at the end, and, you know, this is nothing on the officials. This is just frustration from Windsor. Uh, stuff being said after the plays are over. Um, so two flags. Two flags. Yeah, it's going to be, I think, two unsportsmanlike penalties on Windsor. And, you know, it, it's understandable, but you have to maintain composure, you know, as hard as it is. But, you know, Windsor hasn't lost a football game in, in two years, basically. So yeah. you've got to keep that in mind. This is their first loss Personal in, foul in a while. Sportsman like. Yeah, it's, it's both on Windsor, no yeah, question. Oh yeah. There's no doubt. But uh, So, yeah, uh, it, it's just a tough situation. There's no question about it. And uh, here's where, you know, Windsor just got to get out of this game at this point. You know, maintain your composure. Are they going to mark both those off? Yeah, well, that's a good question. I think it'll be it'll be up to Thayer whether they – which one I think they want it assessed because Coach Weber is talking with the official. Yeah, they're, they're marking them both. They're going to mark them both off, yeah. You know, wow. and if I'm Coach Weber, I mean, I, I don't necessarily blame him at this point because, you know, there's 143 to go, two timeout. I mean, it's virtually impossible, but it's not beyond the realm of possibility. If you get a score, two-point conversion, and then on, and then you got the onside kick, things could, you know, 14-point game, things could get a little bit interesting. But it's going to be awfully tough to get two possessions for Windsor with just 143 left. So it's first and 40. Not too many plays in the playbook for fourth and or first and forty, I know that. Now the chains are moving, so I, I don't know what's going on. Well, it's, they've they've assessed both penalties on Windsor, but I'm not sure what Coach Vinsel is questioning. Coach Vinsel still out on the field talking with the officials, not in a heated fashion, but he appears to just be wanting an explanation about something. 
but it was two personal foul, 15 yarders assessed on Windsor. Well, but it's still okay. It's first and ten. But now. they replay the down. Yeah, you still replay the down, but it's first and forty. Well, no, because they moved the chains back. So anyway, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it's but to assess first, the penalty, yeah, it, it's a re, it's a replay of first down. So okay, Dalton Dillon back. In. He takes the ball. He keeps the ball. He brings it up and across the 20 to the 30. He is out of bounds about the 32-yard line. They're going to mark it about. Let's see where they're going to mark that at. So they're moving the chains. It's going to be first and 10. That was what it was. Yeah, they did make it first and 10 for some reason on that, but uh, spotted off the penalty yardage. So that made it a little easier to get the first down. And Dylan did a good job getting out of bounds on that to preserve some time. So, yeah, you, you just got to push the ball up the field. You, you have to throw it deep at this point, and Dylan can't scramble around a lot to burn time. 135 left to go. Dylan goes deep. He's got a receiver. J.J. Hall. Hall holds it in. He brings it in. It's going to be first and 10 at the 35-yard line. Yeah, great catch by J.J. And, boy, effort here still for Windsor. We saw the great catch for Peyton, and he did have to come off on that injury, by the way. We kind of got caught up in the flags, so uh, Peyton did come off injured. So uh, tough to not have him out there. But, yeah, you hurry up to the line, you get the first down here, and you get a couple more cracks at it. First and ten, snap is away in the shotgun. Witherspoon now scrambles with the ball. He goes downfield. He's got a receiver, the 30 of Witherspoon, as a flag flies. Yeah, I think... Ineligible? Well, they Windsor definitely got away with a block in the back back here. Marshall Minkiti blocked Simons in the back, and that's what the Thayer fans were wanting. But the flag came further down the field. They're talking unsportsmanlike. Well, no, wait a minute. But it was an obvious block in the back back here on Windsor. But the question is, they the back judge didn't see that initially. So I'm not sure what the side judge was throwing that flag on. Well, we'll find out. About to find out. Unsportsmanlike. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, that's against Thayer. Oh, wow. Not sure where that happened. Oh, wow. And the Thayer fans are not happy about that. No, not at all. Boy, that's crazy. Crazy play there. Wow, 111 left to play in this ballgame, 16-30 in favor of the Bobcats. Now it is Windsor, first down goal to go. Yeah, that gives gives you opportunity here for a touchdown. Penalties at the end of this game is costing both sides tremendously. So into that three men on the option, it's going to go to the three of Dylan. Dylan looks in, looking for an indication. Is he going to come up short? Boy, it looked like he was in on that, Doug. He stretched the ball out, but I guess they're going to say his knee was down. Oh, and it's coming back. Oh, it's a holding call. Yeah, holding on Windsor. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I I think the official said the knee was down on the goal line, but valiant effort by Dylan. He was awfully close to the touchdown. But the thing, the weird thing is, Doug, about the penalties, it does stop the clock. Well, you granted. know, it, it keeps stopping the clock, even though it changes your field position here a little bit. But yeah, it's but still still first steps and, forward, one step back. Right, it's still first and goal though. But man, you know, you get a touchdown here, you get a two point conversion, but you know you got to have the ball back again. That's the problem. Dylan in the shotgun takes a snap. He looks downfield, looks for somebody down there, finds Dylan or Dalton. Dalton with the catch 
and uh, gets up to about the uh, 10-yard line. He's brought down inbounds, timeout called by Windsor. Yeah, it's, it's hard to believe, too, Doug, that Windsor has gotten through all this chaos without having to use another timeout. I mean, they still have uh, one left. So, you know, if they can preserve that and you can get another possession, um, cra- crazy things can happen. The Thayer faithful are a little quiet right now. Yeah, yeah, that unsportsmanlike was big on them because they had the play stopped, but they tacked it on due to that. So, yeah, it getting a little heated here at the end. Fans a little heated, and uh, but I think the officials are doing a great job. I mean, this, this has been a well-officiated game. We haven't really had a lot of penalties today until right here at the end when things are getting heated, but this is not anything on the officials at all. Uh, this is just kind of some intensity that's kind of overflowed a little bit from the players. Spencer, you really got to ask so. yourself, though, down here, if you only had one unsportsmanlike and not two. Right, right. And an extra yeah. 15 yards, what could have happened? Exactly. Yeah, that's a very good point. I think that, you know, we'll never know. No. Pro- you'll, you'll just never know. Uh, but, yeah, that, that was big. Thayer coach going out on the field talking to the officials, I believe. Here comes the Greyhounds back. 48.6 seconds left to play in the ball game. It is Witherspoon as here comes. Uh, I didn't see who it was. It's 44. Yeah, tight end coming on late. Yeah, that's. Uh, haven't seen that number a lot. That's Coleman Fowler. Yeah. At tight end. Going over the top. Intended touchdown. Got 30. It. That is Dalton Witherspoon. Wow. I'm telling you, some fight. From Windsor on that drive, I mean, the two catches, one by Peyton, who unfortunately gets injured, and then J.J. Hall yep. pulls down a deep one, and or as you said, hauled in by Hall. Hauled in by Hall. That's a good one. And then, you know, you get the touchdown. So you got to have the two-point conversion, but the, the tricky part is going to be recovering this onside kick. You have to have... Well, first ball. you have to have the two-point conversion. Exactly, yeah. Don't want the cart before the horse. They've done pretty well on two-point conversions today. Swinging gate in uh, for the uh, Greyhounds. Bad snap. Almost. Halfback pass. Halfback. Oh! Yep. They had it. Yep. Dylan White was down there, could not haul it in. Yeah, that's it. That's it right there. Had him. Yeah, that ball was thrown offline, but Dylan was open on that. All I can think is, you know, you're down by eight right now. Yeah. What if they get the ball back, go down, score, get a two-point conversion, we well, go to overtime. Go to, well, it, it's not quite over. I guess I shouldn't have said that a minute ago, that that would be completely it, but it makes it far tougher. Um, you think uh, you think Clayton pays extra if uh, it's an overtime game? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And we ha- have we even had an overtime? No, I don't remember. I, I don't think we had. Well, we know we have it for Windsor. Uh, I, I'm trying to think back. I don't think we did for Clinton either. No, I don't this remember. Year. One. But uh, yeah, crazy. But I mean, I love the fight there from Windsor because you could have, you know, you had the unsportsmanlike penalties. You could have just hauled it in. Uh, and said, look, we're not even going to finish this game strong, but they get a couple pass plays, they get the touchdown, um, and basically now, yeah, you go for the onside kick, you still have the timeout remaining, but the clock is tight. I mean, you only have 41 seconds to go, so this makes it uh, really, really hard. You just hope you can start with the short of a field as possible if you recover the onside kick. If nothing else, you got to stay fighting for the seniors. Right. You're talking about Dylan Witherspoon. You're talking about J.J. Hall. You're talking about Cody Combs. You're talking about Dalton Witherspoon. You're talking about Cole Hess and uh, Corbin Terry, uh, Rodrigo Chavez, 
and uh, Marshall Mankini, all seniors uh, for the Greyhounds. So it is going to be a kick. Yeah, they are, they they got to get some guys up. Their coaches are like, you got to get up here. You know, an onside kick is coming right here. There it is. And they've got it. Yeah, we got the hands team up there. The nine. Yeah, Spencer. And that is it. Oh, and there's more flags. Yeah, we got some major jawing here. I just hope we get out here without a kid getting kicked out. <laughs> Kicked out of the game. Well, of course, for Thayer, they're thinking, look, if you get a kid kicked out, you lose him for the next game. So I don't know who it's on for sure because they're looking to both sides. Yeah, we may get our offsetting here. So another – well, we've had five unsportsmanlike penalties here in the last two minutes. of the, Oh, and somebody was just tossed. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch who he pointed. Which way did he point, though, Doug? I thought he pointed towards uh, Thayer. Yeah, somebody has been ejected now because he gave the. No, it's 58. Oh, is that Dusty Johnson? Dusty Johnson. Yeah, Dusty Johnson. And he was kicked out earlier uh, this year in that last game against St. Michael's. So I spoke too soon. I hoped we could get out of here without getting ejection, but uh, not the case. Well, again, so it's unfortunate. That's one of those... It's unfortunate. Well, and that's not even a senior. Right. Yeah. Yeah, just, just some frustration. Uh, you hate it. For the kids, you hate it for the seniors, but... Uh, They're going to take a knee. Yep. Thayer played a great football game. Absolutely. They just played an outstanding football game. That's all there is to it. The defense was unbelievable. And they're going to get their revenge, Doug Neff. Well, yep. the thing is, and the thing that Greyhounds have got to think about for next year, they got up two scores on them before they could do anything about it. Right. And that, I think, is the difference in this ball game. If uh, they came back after that first score, because it was the opening kickoff going to the Bobcats. Uh, of course, your final is going to be Thayer 30 and uh, Windsor 22. A great 2021 season by the Windsor Greyhounds. Spencer, you and I have been lucky enough to be able to cover them all year long it has been a tremendous time as they tried and it just goes to show you how hard it is to go back yes. and be a defending champion yeah very well said doug it is it's it's very hard especially when you play a team the caliber of thayer twice in a row yeah uh you know this is a thayer team three losses but they were all the good teams we knew this was an outstanding team their numbers proved it uh they had the experience that uh, came back from that team that lost to Windsor a year ago, and, and they got it done. I mean, they put the pressure on Windsor uh, despite some bad field position for them all day. I mean, Windsor had their chances. I mean, they're going to look back on this game and think, man, we had the ball on the Thayer half of the field a good chunk of the second half and just couldn't take advantage. And and then you couldn't stop the run. Uh, Windsor just could not shut down Jackson Willison today. He has three of their touchdowns. Uh, this was done on the ground by Thayer. This was a dominant performance. We have oh, absolutely. To, we have to say, I mean, a dominant performance by their line, uh, their O-line, which was undersized and didn't have the depth that Windsor had, and they still they still pushed them around. So this was, you know, hats off to Coach uh, Weber, uh, his team, the perfect blueprint to, to beat Windsor because they incorporated what Skyline did, but they held on. You know, yeah. whereas Skyline last week went away from their game plan, Thayer stuck to it. But that was due to an injury, I think, as much as anything. That's true, but it they did tighten up a little bit before that injury, too. But I tell you what, 
as you said, Doug, good season for Windsor. I know nobody wants to hear that right now from Windsor, but this is still a good season. I mean, there's there's a lot of coaches around this state that would kill to have won, what was it, 13 games? Yeah. 13-1, and one, you get to the quarterfinal round, you're one of eight teams still playing in this state. So it, it is. It's very hard to repeat, uh, especially when you got to come on the road against a very good team. Uh, it's not going to happen this year for Windsor. But they put together a strong season, undefeated regular season. A district championship is nothing to hang your hat at. Absolutely. And we'd like to thank our sponsors uh, for helping us to bring a great season in the postseason for the Windsor Greyhounds here uh, the 2021 season. That includes Central Missouri Community Credit Union, Gary's Towing, Henry County Library, THL Roger Lumber Company and Jams, Creation and Boutique, State Farm and Greg Fecton. It is Windsor Furniture Company, Merrifield uh, Pharmacy, the Boys Car Care Center, and we're glad to have them along. Windsor Farmers Co-op, and of course, those great folks from Windsor Livestock Auction. Now uh, they are in Windsor, and if you need any uh, livestock, they will definitely pick you. You right sound like up. you could go auctioneer for them. <laughs> oh, uh, Rick Steyer. Uh, talk to Blake Drennan over there, and of course, Dahl and Haney Law Firm, our uh, newest ones, and. Uh, Sherwood Community Bank. We're glad to have them along. Man, I tell you what, what a great job. Uh, uh, they have been all season long. We have been proud to have them as our sponsors uh, for the season. And, uh, man, it's been a great season, uh, Spencer, here on 95.3 KDKD. Yeah, and I'm just looking out there at our buddy Brad Forrest, the athletic director at Windsor. He's going out and shaking each of the coaches' hands and giving them a big hug and, and thanking them for their efforts. And obviously, you know, didn't in the way Windsor wanted it to, but still out there thanking them. You know, Coach Vince and his staff, uh, you know, a great job they've done with this Windsor program. You know, you, you think back to where they came from, and Coach Vince's first couple of years didn't go very well, but he got it turned around, uh, got him a ring, and, you know, you, good programs think towards the future. So you go down here in the quarterfinal round, but you got to tell yourself, hey, if we want to be around, if we want to be a force in Class 1 football, we got to think to next year, and it's next man up. You're going to lose some horses. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you're going to have a lot to replace next year, more to replace next year than you did this yes, year. Yes, I agree. And that that's going to be tough. But if you're Windsor, you got to say, hey, did we build our bench up? Uh, did uh, we inspire young kids in the Windsor community that gives you the foundation to keep the program going in the future? So that's going to be the, the tipping point, and can you maintain this over the long haul? If you're Windsor, uh, not easy to do, but I think Coach Vinsel will embrace the challenge and, and try to make this a, a good football team. We know they're going to be a competitive team again next year, but you will have some guys that have been with you uh, at the core of this program when you turned it around. And certainly you're going to lose some guys that have a, a state championship ring, too. Well, thank you very much. Back in studio, Harley doing a tremendous job keeping us on the air and keeping us going. Uh, we really appreciate it for all her effort. And, uh, of course, we talked about the great folks with our sponsors. I'm glad to have my wife along because she lets me go do this. And, of course, Clay Radford. <laughs> Clay and Brittany, uh, Clay yeah. and Brittany uh, letting us to, Clay. to uh, yeah. come and do the uh, ball games. Yeah. And, uh, Spencer, no I, I want to thank you because it has been a tremendous oh. season. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Well, thank you, buddy, and uh, always uh, fun to call games with you. You're a true professional, and, and I know me and you both enjoyed this uh, with Windsor uh, this year and last year in the playoff yep. run. I uh, got the ring out of it, not this year, not in the cars this year. But, yeah, it, it's fun uh, to come down here and do uh, big-time football games, uh, well-played games. So, I uh, really appreciate uh, all of your efforts uh, throughout the years, and uh, I want to echo what you said about Clayton Radford, our boss back there. 
for for being able to let us do these games and provide coverage for the West Central Missouri area and teams in our area. Uh, for, and I know we want to thank uh, the guys at Windsor too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, we we got to thank Brad Hunter, uh, principal over there. Brad Forrest, the athletic director. Uh, all the folks in the Windsor community uh, supporting. Uh, this program and, and you know these kids will need the support now you know it, it, again it's been two years since this team's lost so it, it's hard to remember kind of what losing feels like so i just want to say for those in the community back when these kids will, will need the support uh it'll it'll take them a few weeks to get over it they will though they, yep. they'll get over it but uh it, it'll take a little time but i know coach vinsel will say hey use this as motivation this stings it didn't end the way we wanted it to but have it be a motivating factor for you going into next year. Going to be motivation, as they say in racing. There you go. So, uh, and uh, I'd like to thank personally Kevin LaFever for uh, oh, yes, sitting absolutely. in for me, yeah. keeping the seat warm. I, I really yeah. appreciate it. I, I think Spencer was ready to trade me in there after a little <laughs> while. So You guys are both outstanding. But, yeah, Kevin uh, did an outstanding job. I know he was probably uh, secretly hoping to do the state championship <laughs> game, but not going to happen. And I, I'm sure Kevin, he probably was out watching a game somewhere today maybe. Uh, he loves football and, and does a, a great job. We'll, of course, uh, look forward next year to Clinton Cardinal football. I think we'll be back on Friday nights with the Clinton Cardinals. Uh, that is the plan as of now. So uh, we'll we'll wish him the best of luck in his off-season preparation and trying to get those kids ready to go. Uh, that's where that summer weightlifting and all that will will be ready to uh, happen for him at Clinton. And there's no summers off, it seems like now, even with high school football. Uh, it's kind of a, a year-round thing, so he'll be getting those kids ready for next season. Well, and for all of you listening to us, thank you for all the listeners out there. And, of course, listen on mykdkd.com. We're glad to have you along. Uh, for myself, Doug Neff, and Spencer Edwards, Harley back in studio, thank you very much. has been a great uh, opportunity. Um, thank you for listening to us on 95.3 KDKD.